Hello, and welcome aboard the Battleship Pretension. I am Aaron Newworth. I am David Bax. Uh, how are you, Aaron? I'm doing very well. How are you doing? I'm also doing very well. We were actually just talking about this uh, off, off mic. We have uh, both have reasons to be happy right now. Uh, neither of us is Tyler Smith, though. Um, and Tyler Smith has some reasons to be happy. He has had um, a slow but steady improvement in his uh, uh, health situation. If you want to know what's going on, there are occasionally updates at the Caring Bridge page, which you can find uh, as my pinned tweet uh, at Davy Pretension on Twitter. Uh, you can also help Tyler and his family with their mounting medical costs with the GoFundMe, which you'll find pinned to the top of the homepage at BattleshipPretension.com. So please check that out. We, we appreciate anything. Um, we have uh, a, a fun topic today that I have a little... Uh, something I had to say beforehand, but first I want to tell you about TweakedAudio.com. TweakedAudio.com. <laughs> Speakw.com is where you go for professional quality earbuds in a variety of stylish styles and colorful colors. colors. They look great. They sound great. I use them each and every day of my life. In fact, today I was using them uh, second week in a row. I'm going to highlight someone who passed away recently. Um, Andy O'Rourke, the bass player for the Smiths, uh, passed away um, at a fairly young age, unfortunately. Uh, So I was listening to a bunch of Smiths today while I was uh, sitting at my computer. And uh, I consider certain like reading the news or updating my uh lists and stuff uh to be getting work done my wife was like uh i'm gonna go read are you gonna play on your computer <laughs> that's what she said it's like no i have stuff i need to get done i have a to-do list and i'm gonna listen to the smiths while you do it it's sounded great on my tweakedaudio.com earbuds uh they're available at a low low price at tweakedaudio.com but if you use the offer code pretension at checkout uh, you get one third off this low, low price and no shipping charges. So please go to tweakedaudio.com and use the offer code pretension. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Okay, we're back. And uh, we, we, we are going to talk about the Palm Door at can, But I wanted to give a little... Uh, you know, we don't always record things in the order they come out. So... For the patrons, or for those of you who would like to be patrons, patreon.com slash battleship pretension helps us, helps Tyler, and you get more show. Um, the next Patreon episode you're going to hear is also related to the Palm Door, and I want to make sure that you know that was recorded first. Because if you didn't know that, there's like a quiz element to that Patreon, and you would think <laughs> that I like cheated by doing this episode first <laughs> but no i did that episode two days ago uh no yesterday morning that's right uh doesn't matter to you because you're hearing it not out of order anyway um then we did this so uh i hope they clip this part and use this in the annals of battle pretension history <laughs> as far as a real highlight the explanation of the dates of recording to make sure that you to ensure that the podcast hosts did not cheat <laughs> Yeah, I want to maintain the integrity of the of Battleship Retention. So yeah, I hope this is part of the 800th episode special. That specific part, right? What episode are we on? What are we on? <laughs> we didn't know this is 846. She's up behind. God. Okay, sorry. The yeah. 900th episode special. 
Yeah, yeah. Eight forty nine. Fuck, you're gonna be at a thousand at a little oil. No, yeah, no. Eight forty six. Eight forty six. Yeah, I yeah. flip. I flipped the six for some reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's yeah. At some point, I mean, we are. If you look at our like, if I look at my hosting uh, site or or even maybe I don't know if iTunes says with movie journals and, and other stuff, we're well over oh, a thousand. Yeah. We're like same, we're closer we're, to, to 1200. We just I recorded five thirty five for the regular out now fair and a, but we have so many bonus episodes, commentaries and whatnot that we're well right. in the 800s. <laughs> like it's yeah. Which I know because I, I update I update our Facebook episode album every week. So I know how many episodes we actually have. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, yeah. I forgot to say the, I usually, when I introduce you, I would say the out now podcast, but you didn't, I didn't introduce you this time. You introduced the show because you technically, I think you are not the, the guest of this episode. You are the guest co-host of the episode. Yeah. 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 I'm these these things here. matter to me and to no one else, but these distinctions matter to me. Oh, I, um, I, I, you know, there's the loyal listeners that are like, Oh, that's that guy that comes on every so often. That's <laughs> well, I'd have to imagine a lot of our listeners are out now. Listeners. I, I, I would hope um, so. But, Cause these, yeah. as I've, as I've been I, saying, but, as I've, as I've said, from the, the, uh, on that. as I've said, for, are you still there? Can you hear me? Yeah, you, you, one of us froze up for a okay, second. Okay. Well, what I was saying okay. is what, I, what I've yeah. been saying is that Out Now and Battleship Pretension near the start have always been the Reese's Pieces of podcasts. They just go better together. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Let's get into it, shall we? Sure. Uh, just recently, as of this recording, um, Justine Triet's uh, Anatomy of a Fall won the Palme d'Or at Cannes, making her only the third woman, the only the third female director to win the Palme d'Or. Um, can you name the other two off the top of your head? Off the top of my head, no, but I did. Okay. I, I was curious how many women had won the Palme d'Or. I was like, there's not many. Is <laughs> the edge of that? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's Jane Campion for the piano. Campion, yeah, and that's, then. Yeah. Yeah. And then just two years ago, uh, oh, Titan, uh, of course, Titan, yeah, or however you pronounce that, Titan, yeah, um, one, uh, Julie Ducournau, I think, something like yes. that. I'd look Julia, it up. Anyway, Julia, do, um, yeah. yes, okay. So, uh, I think we're gonna. So we're gonna do. I, I don't know. I did, did you? I didn't put together like a strict list or anything. Did you? How did you do this? I made a, cause I, I, you know, I prep, I, I made a Google sheet, um, that wow. had, that has all of it from the forties to now, all of the, like, not all of them, but like all the ones that I've definitely seen. Um, and I divided up by decade and then I made two other columns of best and worst as far as best or like movies that I just love. And then worst or like movies where it's like either, I, cause there's no like, terrible movies i don't necessarily think from the pump that one upon door there's some like hmm. lesser ones for sure i don't know maybe you disagree maybe you really hate some movies <laughs> but it's but i put ones yeah. that were like either like that's a choice and then i and ones that i definitely looked at like what did it beat <laughs> it's like wow this is ridiculous that this one the pop door or some of these other movies so I, I have like a list of like 13 like legit movies i love and then like another list that's just like oh these are whatever um okay well uh now, where did you start? Because like, I just you said chronological, you, you, yeah. but I'm saying it was called the Grand Prix. 
Yeah, I did. I went back to the forties and I just acknowledged that I even on my sheet, I even have it separated by Grand Prix and then Palm Door. Then it switches back for some reason. <laughs> and then it goes. Oh, wow. Oh, it yeah, sure it, did. It's, it's Grand yeah. Prix until 55, I think. And then it's Palm Door. Then it goes back to Grand Prix in, in like 64. the 60s. Yeah, 64. Yeah. Then it goes back to Palm Door in like 75. 75. So, yeah. <laughs> and so far they've stuck with it, but who knows? <laughs> Those you know? wacky French. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Okay, so uh, how do you want to uh, 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 attack this? How do, how do you think? Because since you since you organized an actual list, like my best go from yeah from the the forties to now. So it I, I okay. Mean, I, I think we. Oh, that's fun. To, yeah, I like that. I figure we just go like decade by decade, like point out like I don't know, like the best ones we like from those decades, and then just kind of go into whatever. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Within the realm um, of these. Yeah, so uh so then are we starting with Brief Encounter? Yeah, we start in the forties, so yeah, Brief Encounter is the first one. Yeah, so that's uh yeah, nineteen well Okay, so they they were this is it's weird, yeah. It's it's like there's like a lot of movies then. So forty six has a bunch of movies. I've yeah. seen I've only seen two of them. Brief encounter what last weekend? Uh, in the last weekend, yeah, I've never seen Rome Open City somehow. Yeah, um, I never. Yeah, and then are there any? Uh... Yeah, I don't even know a lot of these movies or or these directors' names. Yeah, I don't know Torment to from Alf Zuberg from Sweden. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so yeah, um, so we're gonna go year by year and say. Do we approve? Do we not approve? <laughs> we could, uh, I, it'll, I think it'll be easier as we get to more recent years, obviously. But yeah, we, we can kind of go. I mean, there's a you know a chunk of these that certainly we all know or whatnot. Um, yeah, but it's been a minute since I've seen Brief Encounter or Lost the Weekend for that matter too. So it's like they're not completely Lost, fresh in my mind. <laughs> Lost Weekend I have only seen once, and I remember thinking I don't know if I wasn't sophisticated enough, but thinking it was kind of. Uh, histrionic maybe like a little uh overblown you, you know um it's it, it like it, i guess i don't know what it's like to have withdrawals or 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 anything um but uh uh yeah i i i remember thinking it was a little uh it seemed a little actual especially almost yeah it's no um, in a lonely place in the realm of like hollywood drinking movies <laughs> yeah yeah um okay uh but yeah i like brief encounter um i'm trying to think how i should i like that it lives up to its title it's only 90 minutes that is great that is a great <laughs> for, uh, for david lean that's like for wow. to do. Yeah. <laughs> look at that yeah david yeah. lean was right because lean i know he really like for a while there or, or after a while, he really... Yeah, David Plump. <laughs> Crushing these. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, okay. I have an idea. I have an idea. Sure. Right? I'm going to my letterboxed and seeing what do I have as the better films of 1946. You know? Oh, that's a fun idea. Let's see what we can yeah. finagle this. 
I do like the letterbox has these abilities. We can narrow this down pretty yeah. quickly. <laughs> but weirdly films release. What the hell? Well, okay. Do I have the wrong decade? Forties. Forty six. Oof. But this doesn't have okay. I'm already, I've already screwed it up because um neither of these movies is Yeah. Both of these movies are listed as nineteen forty five. Okay, so now I have to look at this. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, like, when was the festival the first year, you know? That's a fun quote. Let's see. We can click it. Let's see. It was held from September 20th to September, October 5th, 1946. <laughs> so, it's definitely huh. a 46. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, yeah, these early years are going to be weird. So, should yeah, we move on? Because movies were distributed differently, too. So, it's like, yeah. you don't even know. Yeah, should we move on to yeah, we can keep going. I, I, 1947? <laughs> the thoughts we had here. Yeah. 47's neat because it's it's got another like list of movies. And like I've yeah. said, I've seen Crossfire uh, for sure. I own Crossfire. Okay. And, okay, good, because I haven't. And uh and Dumbo, of course. Yeah, Dumbo uh, I've seen. So what's uh what's up with Crossfire? Crossfire is um what's like the main like the plot because it's like I I, I wanted to watch it because like Mitchum, great. Uh that's right. It's like this it's there's a it deals with anti-semitism that's like the big thing about it like it okay the ways it can for a 1947 picture um and it has this like group of soldiers um and it it becomes this kind of like a murder investigation and it kind of it's not like rashomon but it's certainly doing like a here's like multiple like aspects of a story to kind of get to the root of why some guy was like beat to death and it, I mean, it works. It's a, it's a solid noir. Um, it, I like seeing just Mitchum. Like he's, he's young too. It's like a young Robert Mitchum. So it's like, it was neat. It was mm-hmm. neat to see this guy who's generally pretty cool. Uh, there's a lot of Roberts in this, right? It's, it's Robert. Yeah. Robert Young, Robert Mitchum, Robert Ryan. <laughs> all, all, wow. the bobs, all the bobs yeah. are here for Crossfire. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the interest I had, cause I remember it came out on, I believe the, the one, the uh, one archive, um, a Blu-ray. And I was just reading about because you know you get those releases like oh what's the uh, a new noir let's see what this one's about that I didn't see before and the idea that it had to deal with anti-Semitism specifically is like well that's a that's a topic I don't generally see handled in you know 1940s crime dramas uh, so I yeah no I I appreciated how it went about like adding something like that where <laughs> you can't really like address it in the you know in simple t- you know in like you can't. You can't like just drive it in with a hammer. You have to kind of be a little more selective about the types of language you're using at that point in time and everything, even though it's still very clear what's going on. So it's, mm-hmm. it's interesting for that reason and just for being just a solid noir. Okay. So now we get into the real shit, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> the real shit coming. <laughs> because now the movies are actually like from the year we go, because we skipped 1948 because they couldn't afford to have a festival that year. Uh, 1949. The third. This is where we get into like, this is actually a movie from this year. There's only one Grand Prix winner. It's the third man. Looking at my personal letterbox list, I can't really complain. I have uh my top movie, top four movies. My, my Mount Rushmore of 1949 is the third man. The setup. She wore a yellow ribbon and Too Late for Tears. Those are my top movies. There. If I look at the uh. 1949 feature film competition um 
none of those except for the third man were in competition. So I have to say that yeah. I, I think they got well, it the right. setup was there. The setup was in competition. Oh, the setup was there. You're right. I'm and I love right the set. I agree. The setup was one of my favorites of that year for sure. Um, I also have a stray dog. Um, okay. Which surprises not. I don't know. Maybe that's a release thing. I'm surprised that's not yeah. part of the Canfield Festival. Oh, no, yeah. But I love uh, stray dog. Yeah, a couple other movies that, that played that year, uh, Act of Violence and Bitter Rice, both great movies. Uh, but yeah, it, it's... The Third Man's one of my favorite movies ever. The third so, I mean, yeah. 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 Uh, okay, also, so 19... Also that, also that year, uh, not in can at all, Mighty Joe Young. Uh, the original. Uh, no, I've uh, never seen... I haven't seen either one. Mighty Joe Young is... Well, <laughs> Mighty Joe... The original Mighty Joe Young is pretty pretty cool like as far as like those stop animation harry has oh has, yeah yeah it has a sequence where there's a built that does not have anything to do with the Campbell festival it has a sequence where there's a building on fire and mighty joe young has to he has to go and save like some kids from a building but the sequence it's a black and white movie that sequence they tint in red and i'd never seen okay. something like that before for what that kind of a movie which was a trip so yeah well it also doesn't it feel like it used to be I don't think it was like until like the DVD era that silent films were presented, presented with, with tinting generally with some exceptions. There was like the queen metropolis or the metropolis of the queen's core or whatever. Uh, But I like, I don't remember like coming up as a film fan, all silent films are black and white. And then suddenly like in film school, I'm getting DVDs and we're seeing them try to recreate the tinting. It's something I'm certainly interested. I'd be interested in researching more because I've always been curious if that because you know, yeah, you grow up thinking black and white movies are in black and white uh, so i yeah that is it but like the the fact that they cho- that's a stylistic choice they made for that movie in 1949 is like oh that threw me off i did not see that coming yeah uh so 1951 i have not seen either of them. it was a tie but i haven't seen either of them miracle in milan sounds like a lifetime movie uh yeah yeah uh but that's a victoria Sika, so at least that's a director I've heard of. But uh, you got another Alf Schoberg movie with oh Miss Julie. Okay, I've seen. I know what Miss Julie is. Uh, I have not seen this version of Miss Julie. Okay. Um, uh, I saw the Jessica Chastain Colin Farrell one, which I uh, didn't care for, unfortunately. Um, but uh, 1952. Okay, but here we have another uh, discrepancy between Can and Letterboxd. Because Letterboxd lists uh, Orson Welles' Othello as a 1951 movie, but it won the Palm in 1952, tied with uh, Renato Castellani's Two Cents Worth of Hope. Uh, That's a good title. I like that. Yeah. I haven't seen seen it, but it's a good title. (laughs) Um, Also, in competition that year that I've seen, uh, William Wyler's Detective Story, that's not better than Othello. Uh, American in Paris. Overcoat, yeah. yeah, Umberto D. All right, so there's yeah. a Kuru's not, it's Kurosawa, just not part of the Cannes Film Festival, apparently. I wonder, was like, was the Cannes Film Festival slow to take up Asian cinema? Maybe I don't Perhaps. know, that's just certainly a positive just an idea, yeah. All right, 1953, The Wages of Fear. Yep, uh, I have to uh, sadly admit that I've never seen it. Um, I know it's supposed to be amazing. You, you have you seen Sorcerer though? I have not seen Sorcerer. My dad, what are you doing Sorcerer, over here? Yeah, I haven't. You seen don't even know one. how trucks can get across bridges right now. I, yeah, I wouldn't even, <laughs> wouldn't be able to draw you a diagram of how to get a truck across <laughs> across a bridge. Uh, 
What else is in competition that year? Peter Pan. <laughs> yeah, Peter Pan was in, yes, it was in competition that year. Yeah. Uh, what else? I uh, here's a weird. Uh, do you do star ratings on Letterboxd? Yes, I do. Okay, so it, it, it helps like, me. It helps me stay organized. I can't. Yes, like, exactly. I, I get it's cool to not rate things when you write your reviews, but it's, I need to like. No, it's for it's for my own. Yeah, yeah. it's for my own. Um, uh, I have never given any 1953 movie five stars on Letterboxd. Apparently, uh, I don't. Not me neither. I've given some four and a half. Big Heat, Stalag Seventeen, Roman Holiday. I've got. Um, my four and a half are Gentlemen Prefer Blondes, which I feel like that could be a five. If I review, revisited Gentlemen Prefer Blondes, I could put that at five stars. Mm-hmm. Uh, five Thousand Fingers of Dr. T. Uh, El, Vampire, El Vampiro Negro, which is a Argentinian remake of M. Huh. I saw at really? The, You've yeah, just I, piqued I, my interest. I love M. There's an Argentinian movie called The Black Vampire that's a remake of M? Yep. <laughs> I need yep. this in I, my life. They showed it... Um, <laughs> During Noir City one year at the, uh, which is a, the American Cinematheque for the non-Angelinos, uh, does a, every year they do like a noir festival called Noir City. And uh, uh, they used to do it with the Egyptian, but they, now, now Netflix owns the Egyptian and is remodeling it. Uh, or I guess they say restoring it, but I don't know. It looks pretty good to begin with. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I saw that there as part of that. And then the other movie I put four and a half stars, which is uh, something I only saw at TCM Fest last year is Harry Essex's, Harry Essex's I, the Jury, which is a 3D Mike Hammer movie. Oh, oh I know this one. Yeah, okay. Because we, yeah. we did a Kiss Me Deadly commentary last year, and we were looking into what the other Mike Hammer movies were. Uh, that's neat. Okay. that's a, Yeah. Um, that, that, that got four and a half. It's that good, huh? Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. I haven't heard a lot of great things about the other the, the Mike Hammer movies that aren't Kiss Me Deadly, but you're saying that the 3D one, <laughs> yeah because you know what they threw the, a lot of shit at the screen and it worked for you but also the dude and i uh, i already nav- navigated it away and i'm not going to go back but okay. the dude who plays uh um mike hammer in that movie is just the perfect mike hammer he's just this diminutive little mean ball of rage <laughs> uh all right so 1953 okay here we get uh, a, a Japanese movie, Gate of Hell, which I have not seen. Oh, that's interesting because, like, Ugetsu's that year, and that movie that probably could get five stars for me if I watch that again. Uh, let's see what else is in competition. From here to eternity. Okay, that's a good movie. We're still in fifty-three. Uh, no, I, I moved on to fifty-four. Didn't yeah, I? Uh, no, you said fifty. Okay, you said fifty-three. That's what. I, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. okay. Uh, 50, yeah. 53 as you say, that's what threw me up okay okay 54 oh well 54 well, it's like if you're not if you're not having seven samurai and godzilla i don't know what to tell you about japanese movies at the count film festival <laughs> yeah it doesn't i don't think either of those were in competition could so, you imagine uh, could you imagine 54 people walked in and see, see godzilla at the, at the Cannes film festival they're like this was fucking scary <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's bring it to america and put in um uh, let's put in perry mason Okay, uh, this episode is going to be like David revealing his blind spots because on moving on to fifty five, I guarantee you, people already to this have podcast, not seen. People listening to this podcast are already like, "Oh man, Palm Dior." I am not caught up on this either. Like, what, once we get to like nineteen seventy five, we'll be pretty good, I think, for the rest of okay. the list. But <laughs> okay, so Marty, I have not seen. Have you seen Marty? I have seen Marty. That's a nice low key movie. It's on have you seen, like all the time. <laughs> have you seen the movie I Just Want Someone to Eat Cheese With? That's the 
what's his name from uh, Jeff Kirk, Garland, Jeff Garland's movie. Yeah. 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 I, I've never seen it. I, I know it exists. <laughs> so there's, there's a movie within, within the movie. There's a studio that wants to remake Marty, Marty but with, I think Aaron Carter, I think in the lead role. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Uh, I remember that being kind of a funny movie. Marty's a fun movie to bring Like, cause that's in like quiz show. That's a huge, yeah. Thing. Oh yeah. Like, that's John DeTuro is all that. obsessed with like Mar- getting the Marty answer wrong or whatever the problem is. Like a Marty's like a general trivia question that comes up yeah. in movies. Now. Yeah. Um, I just want someone to eat cheese with, which is probably what, 2006? That's 2007? Yeah, it's before um, Sarah Silverman's like super huge. So. Yeah. So that was the first time that I remember any, and this is obviously independently distributed. The first time I remember anyone doing the like, this is in theaters or you can rent it oh, for okay. like 12 bucks or whatever. And that's how I watched it. I watched it at home. Um, uh, like, that, like, Gar- Garland's got a new jam out. I got to see it right away. Let me get a buffer and stream to my 2006 yeah, internet connection. Yeah. Um, other movies that year, Carmen Jones, which I just saw, Auto, auto okay. Premier's Carmen, Carmen Jones, which I um, uh, yeah just saw at TCM Fest, weirdly, just a week or two before Harry, Harry Belafonte passed away. Mm. Um, East of Eden, uh, Elia Kazan's East of Eden, which I've seen multiple times. Uh, oh, Rafifi. Okay. Rafifi is one of my Rafifi's favorites ever. pretty <laughs> great. It's so great. I guess, I guess where our, our judgment is they got it wrong this year. I mean, that's a French movie. Well, but he's, you know, he's, it's Jules Dassin, right? So he, he's like, I don't know. We don't want to mess with Dassin right now. So yeah. Maybe that's what it yeah. is. So we're, we're counting out the best heist movie of all time because of this. Yeah. Uh, 1956, uh, The Silent World is a Jacques Cousteau uh, and Louis Mal movie. I have not seen it. I saw that documentary about Jacques Cousteau that was, was that last year or two years ago? Um, a couple years ago. Okay. Yeah. It was like a Disney Plus documentary or something. Uh, yeah 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 i i saw that and i'm they definitely i learned about what the silent world was uh but i've never seen it um other movies in competition this year uh the heart of they fall hmm. oh that's a different uh, heart of they fall that's the, that's yeah. the humphrey bogart heart of they fall i was like wait a minute 50s that's not that's not what jimmy oh here we go about. uh patrick panchali okay that's a great one yeah. saw that in film school love it uh yeah the man who knew the Hitchcock's remake of his own movie. Yeah, I've never seen the 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 fifties one actually. I've I mean, seen really? the thirties one. With, uh, I've seen the thirty one multiple times. Yeah, this uh, one's obviously different because it's not you know, it's not everyone's favorite little German weasel, and instead it's Jimmy yeah. Stewart's and Doris Day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> a little bit different in tone. Uh, yeah. but um that's when that was a trip when I, I saw that one. I was because I grew up watching Hitchcock, Hitchcock movies with my mom, but like, um. K Sarah Sarah is like that movie. And I've heard, you know, you're a child, you hear that song plenty of times. So like watching that for the first time, I was like, oh, this is this is wild. Doris Day singing K Sarah Sarah. This is where this comes from. Okay. I get Oh this. wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I of course always associate K Sarah Sarah with Heathers. Yeah. <laughs> the opening title music to Heathers. Uh 1957, Friendly Persu- Persuasion. I've never seen it. Um Wilder. No. Yeah. Other movies in competition that year oh this is a great year because it's like so like seven yeah. seal lost clearly <laughs> yeah wow seven seal man escaped uh man escaped oh, knights of kabiria uh-huh. 
Yeah, I would. I mean, seven seal of those has got to be my fave. Yeah. Uh, all right. Now, 1958 is The Cranes Are Flying, which is a great movie. Okay. Um, I don't know it. Uh, it's a Soviet um, war slash love story. Um, a, a, a young man and young woman like are betrothed, but then the war breaks out and they the guy has to go off to war and uh, uh, the woman is home and like insisting on waiting on him and long, like people are trying to get her to marry other people, but she's like, no, my, my love will come back to me or something like that. It's a sound. I'm making it sound very melodramatic, which it is because the melodrama is not a, necessarily a bad thing. No. Uh, so um, yeah, that's a great movie. Is it a Russian? That's, what is it? Uh, yeah. So yeah. Russian Soviet. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. The crit- criterion put out a Blu-ray, which is the only, I was about to say, I, I assume I managed was... to see it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, of the movies, I don't know. You see anything in the 58 list that you would put over? Uh, I've never seen Mon Uncle. I know, um, that's a big Tati one. I've seen Playtime, of course, but I haven't seen. Yeah. That's in the, that's in the set that I have not finished watching. Okay. Um, (laughs) so, all right, let's move a little faster. 59, we got Black Orpheus. I love Black Orpheus. I've never seen it. Oh, this is a big long time listeners know my biggest blind spot is the 400 blows i've never seen the 400 blows okay i need to see the 400 blows but that was in competition lost to black orpheus um, uh, hiroshima mon amour is in there oh that's one of my favorite movies of all time well there you go so, yeah uh oh compulsion compulsion which is the yeah. um the leopold and Loeb movie right with uh yeah. orson wells plays their lawyer yeah and he has what i think was at the time the record breaker for longest on-screen monologue because at one point, at one point of course he, like, did. <laughs> he literally talks like 15 minutes straight in the the court scene and i think at the time it was the longest monologue ever in a movie hmm. uh, i think i learned that from tyler uh let's see oh jerry trunk is midsummer night's dream that's the stop motion midsummer oh. night's dream i saw uh oh wait no i'm well, not what am i thinking of no you're right animated puppet film directed by it says that. okay yeah i um I saw that. I think I'm thinking of the same one that I saw at the Arrow. Uh, okay, they did like a two or three because these Jerry Tringo's movies being stop motion tend to be short. So I think they did like a triple feature of Jerry Trinka. I'm just probably a Trinka. I'm probably saying it all wrong. Uh, 1960, nice. La Dolce Vita. Heard of it? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. <laughs> but it's also this is the year of La Ventura, which. Um, well, patrons, patrons will hear this little backstory um, that I didn't know uh, in a couple of days. That, but uh, Scott uh, told me that when La Ventura premiered at Cannes, it was hated. Two years later, in 1962, it was top ten in the top ten of the sight and sound list. So it was like the biggest like turnaround imaginable. But mm-hmm. uh, La, La Ventura is one uh, also one of my favorite films of all time, like Hiroshima Monomore. So uh, I probably like it more than I like the Dolce Vita. See, The Virgin Spring is on here. Oh, that's a good one. Remade is Last House on the Left. Yeah. Wes Craven uh, likes his Bergman. Yeah. I don't like Last House on the Left, though. 
<laughs> not enough. <laughs> There's too many jokes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, 1960, we got another tie, the long absence and Viridiana, neither of which I've seen again. Uh, they should just also, flip a coin. That's a th- is that a thing? They can just flip a coin at the, at the end of that. There's a tie. Yeah. Why, yeah, why do we have to have ties? Yeah. Just, that's weird. What is this? Soccer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Uh, pre-strike season hockey okay. um so you've got a raisin in the sun that year that's a great movie yeah there's a lot of stuff i haven't seen this year all right well okay all right. moving on 1962 opagador de promesas which is a brazilian film yeah uh is that the first latin american film yeah i think that is the first latin american film to win well, no, if you go back to the 1946, like when it was uh, like nine movies, there was a Mexican film called Maria Candelaria. But uh, we're going back to 1962. Well, this has a lot. Uh, Cleo 5 to 7. Ooh, that's a great uh, one. Um, yeah, Cleo from 5 to 7. Oh, The Exterminating that. Angel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Taste of Honey, Trial of the Joan of Arc. Some notables here. What does my 62 look like? Yeah. Well, King Kong vs. Godzilla, obviously. Came out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Taste of... Yeah. <laughs> when, will, when will we get a Godzilla? I mean, well, at this point, there's like... like Didn't like Shrek 4 premiere at Cannes? But I guess probably out of competition. Shrek 2 premiered at Cannes. Okay. Um, and to be fair, Shrek 2's good. <laughs> I don't, I've only seen the first and second one. I don't think... I liked either one really. Shark uh, 2's got good stuff in it. But yeah, DreamWorks has some kind of like Shark Tale premiere to can. Like there's like weird, this weird like, let's yeah. get something fun in there. And it's like, what? Okay. <laughs> All right, 1963, you've got The Leopard, which I've seen and is great. Um, do I think it's the best of the movies that were in competition that year? Let's see. Harakiri. You got, yeah, Lord of the Flies. That's a good one. To Kill a Mockingbird. A Mockingbird. Whatever happened to Baby uh, whatever, Chain? Whatever happened to Baby Chain? If you yeah, don't say it like I, a question, it doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> I'd still go with a leopard. 1964, you've got The Umbrellas of Cherbourg. There you go. Another that's on great my, that, movie. That's on my... It, as far as my best list goes, the ones we've named so far, The Third Man, Black Orpheus, and The Umbrellas of Cherbourg. Okay. Oh, yeah. you got to keep us... Uh, yeah. So, on that. yeah. Um, what else? Um, 60... Oh, I got to change tabs. 64... What else is on here? The Pumpkin One Eater. Potato, Two Potato, which I haven't seen. Oh, I love that title already. One potato. Is that a, let that be a screwball comedy. It's not. It's a black and white <laughs> drama. <laughs> One Potato, Two Potato. 1965 uh, is The Knack and How to Get It. I have okay. not seen that. I think I have a record by The Knack. Ooh, quite ons in that year. Okay. That that's that uh, that yeah. three hour anthology because we did an anthology episode, and oh. I and I and I watched that after we did the anthology episode. It's like this movie rules. It's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not a lot I've seen though from this year. The Ipquis file. Um, okay, so we got another see. tie. Uh huh. In 1966, the birds, the bees, and the Italians. Cute name. I love it. And uh, Claude, a man, Claude and Lelouch's a man and a woman, un homme et une femme. Um, also in competition this year, Alfie chimes at okay. midnight. 
Yeah, Doctor Zhivago. Zhivago. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see the no nun. the nun. That's a great movie. The original. Oh, and the Roundup. The Roundup is also a great movie. Seconds. That's a great movie. John Frank okay. Seconds. I love that one. I think I would, of these that I've seen, I would put the nun, or as I like to call it, la religieuse. What's it? What's like, it? It's uh, Anna Karina plays um, a nun who, um, uh, yeah, it's not just a clever title. She's a nun who um, uh, basically gets forced out of her convent for being like sort of, uh, I don't know. Promiscuous? Not promiscuous, just uh, forward thinking. Iconoclastic, I guess. Progressive. (laughs) Yeah, progressive. But then she (laughs) sort of gets like sent to this other seemingly more progressive nunnery, but. Yeah. There's only so many options exactly. when it comes to nun movies and why they're either let go yeah. or need to be a nun. <laughs> so it's like the plot's generally. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> no. um, okay, 1968 Blow Up. Blow Up, great, great movie. That's, Wait, did I that, skip? That was, that was 67, yeah. right? Yeah, 67. Yeah, yeah, 67. I said 68, but 67 is Blow 67. Up. Yeah, okay. Blow Up. That's I on my list. The, the, that's on your best of list? Yeah. Okay. Um, also Ellie. in competition... See, oh, here's one I've seen uh, a somewhat obscure movie I've seen. We still kill the old way. Um, oh. that's a cool movie. That's um, the same guy who made um, Investigation of a Citizen Above Suspicion, which is in the Criterion Collection, is okay. also a great movie. Yeah, he made this movie, We Still Kill the Old Way, which is also kind of a um, political slash crime thriller type that, that's a good title i like that title yeah well he's he's great with titles investigation of a citizen above yeah, suspicion. yeah that's a good title we used to call the old way and then also i i know you're uh, uh if you keep up with scream factory stuff uh-huh. uh a while back they put out a quiet place in the country that's yeah. also him okay that's also a badass movie huh all right so yeah um no festival in 68 because of the may 68 uh uh strike Hmm. or demonstrations i guess sorry i got strikes on the brain uh 1969s if which i haven't seen <laughs> eventually we'll get to like uh more that i've seen it's a big year too easy rider easy rider yeah yeah Let's see and z or zed, zed yeah. costa gavras which might be my pick of of those i really like that movie i guess putney swope didn't make it into the unfortunately yeah 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 um, 1970 is MASH, a movie that I'm famously not a huge fan of. I see, I'm aware of it because I listen to this show, I'm aware of that. So I like MASH, I haven't watched MASH in a while. I'm aware that it clearly has problematic elements today. If like, you made MASH now, I'd be like, well, This is not a good now, no, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Uh, also in competition that year, though, the aforementioned investigation of a citizen above suspicion. Oh, there you go. Which is a great movie, so I would maybe pick that of these, uh, unless I'm about to... Let's see, there's what's something called the Pizza Triangle that I'm already intrigued by. Mm, yeah. Uh, okay, The Things of Life I have seen. Uh, I don't think it's as good as Investigation of a Citizen Above Suspicion. Uh, all right, 1971, The Go-Between. What is that? Oh, that's Joseph Losey. I, I, I like the Joseph Losey movies that I've seen, but I uh, haven't seen that one. So, um, what else is in competition here? That's Johnny got his gun. Murmur of the heart is a good movie. Panic in Needle Park. 
Yeah, Walkabout is a great movie. Walkabout, yeah. yeah Nicholas Rogue, yeah. There you go. Yeah, okay. That's my pick that year. 72, we got another... Um, tie. Tie between the Matei Affair and I, I don't know this movie, but another fantastically titled Elio Petri movie, The Working <laughs> Class Goes to Heaven. This guy in his titles. Oh, this guy's, yeah, he's a real favorite here. He's the, yeah. he's, he's the Darden brothers of the 70s. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's um, the Ruben Doslin of, seven of the 70s. God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. What do we got here? Jeremiah uh, Johnson. All right. Okay. Um, from all. Uh, let's see. Oh, Red Psalm. Okay. I've seen Red Psalm. Red Psalm. Slaughterhouse um, Five. I, I, I recently cut, like, for one thing, for some reason, I never knew there was a George Roy Hill directed Slaughterhouse Five movie until like the blu-ray was coming i was like george roy hill made a slaughterhouse five adaptation and i watched it and i love slaughterhouse five and i watched the movies like this is a really this is not an easy book to adapt and it did a really good job oh good impressed by it yeah who's in it um it's a few people um but who's the main the main guy's like a not like he didn't really do much after this um but michael Sachs. michael Sachs. valley perrine's in it because she's like the main like if you know the story, she gets taken into space. <laughs> right. I, haven't read it. I haven't read it since I was like in maybe even before high school. Might have been. Yeah. yeah. Well, there, yeah. Robert Blossoms is in. There's like a few people in there, but like, yeah, it's, it's, it's good. I like, cause again, that is a weird book to be like, let's make this a movie. And somehow they did it. <laughs> and they did it well. Yeah. Uh, Solaris. Tarka- yeah. Solaris. That would probably, yeah. probably yeah. be my pick. Yeah. Uh, but I've also seen. We won't grow old together, which is a a good movie about um, people you wouldn't otherwise want to spend a second with if you weren't watching a movie about them. And you wouldn't want to grow old with them, is what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Uh, 1973, another tie: The Hireling, an Alan Bridges movie that I don't know, and Scarecrow, a Jerry good. Schatzberg movie that is great. Yeah. Oh shit! No Scarecrow. Good. Uh, yeah. Good. Good scene of Gene Hackman being like, "Here's all the clothes I wear," and he's like taking off a shirt and another shirt and another shirt and another shirt. And it's like, man, this guy. Is, <laughs> he is um, my favorite scene in that movie is pretty early on. The first time they because they, they've been hitchhiking together. Yeah, Gene Hackman and Al Pacino. Like the reluctantly. First time they, <laughs> yeah, re- reluctantly at first. That's why, like, when they they get to like a a, a cafe or a diner and they sit down at the at the counter and um. Gene Hackman just orders like an oatmeal and a coffee. Mm-hmm. But then he and Al Pacino start talking and they start realizing they like each other. And the more Gene Hackman opens up, the more he keeps like, like flagging down the waiters and adding things to his order, you know, <laughs> um, the more like comfortable he becomes. And then like when she doesn't bring everything all at once, he's like, what is it? Your first day? <laughs> He's like, has the audacity to be a dick to her. Uh, yeah, Scarecrow's awesome. Um, also, that year, Electric Glide and Blue, which is an interesting movie. I don't know if it's great. Uh, I think it's great up until it starts to have a story. I don't know if you've seen it. Like, uh, I have not, but it seems to start American hero Robert Blake. So that's something. Yeah. But like Robert Blake, he, he plays like a California highway patrolman. And the, the entire first. 20 minutes of the movie is just a movie 20 minutes if, if not more maybe a half hour of the movie is just a series of vignettes of him like being this like weirdo it's like a proto super troopers almost just him being like a weird california highway patrolman all right but then it starts to have a story and then it kind of gets gets boring and bogged down um but uh yeah scarecrow i got no 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 i got no beef with scarecrow 
1974, another Gene Hackman, The Conversation. That's, um, <laughs> along with maybe one or two other movies, my f- absolute favorite movie on this entire list. So, I mean, cool. yeah. I love The Conversation, one of my absolute really favorite great. movies. I encourage yeah. anybody, if anyone's only seen some Coppola movies and not all Coppola movies, this is definitely <laughs> the one to watch. It's fantastic. I can't wait for the 4K. Yeah. All right. Well, then I think we're settled. That's a, the right pick. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. 1975, uh, an Algerian film. That's cool. Chronicle mm-hmm. of the Years of Fire. Um, also in competition, a bunch of stuff. Um, Electra, My Love is another one I've seen. I don't know. It's, it's interesting. Um, Lenny. I've never seen it. You're There's somebody. a movie called Scent of a Woman, but it's not the one you're thinking of. Oh, Touch of Zen. Uh, Touch of Zen. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I say give it to the Algerian. Uh, I'm, I'm, I hope the jury for 1975 is relieved to know that I approve of their pick. What, uh, George, uh, Ray, George Ray Hill was on there, along with Fernando Ray. So, yeah, there Oh yeah, I wasn't even looking at the at the yeah, the jerseys. It's interesting. Um, so, yeah. 1976 is Taxi Driver, another on great the movie. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm trying to see if there's anything that I really love. In competition. <laughs> Bugsy Malone was in competition. Apparently, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> um, 1977 Padre Padroni, which I have seen. Um, they didn't give it a Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they didn't, they didn't, they didn't go to Cad. Um, Padre Padroni is directed by the Taviano brothers who made the night of shooting stars. And also I was just thinking weirdly because I don't know if you remember, you mentioned the anthology movie episode. We did like, what was that? Two years ago. Something like that. Yeah. Three, like during the pandemic. Um, and after it was over, I think I was texting you and I was like, I forgot to mention chaos K A O S, which is an Italian like triptych directed by the Taviano brothers. Um, but I think that's after, Padre Padroni, but the one for Padre Padroni, which is a good movie, but you've got Robert Altman's Three Women there, which as a yeah. as an art house weirdo is one of my favorite uh, Altman movies. Um, Hal Ashby's Bound for Glory, I remember liking Car Wash. A long time. The Duelist. Oh, cool. Really Scott's first movie. This is getting pretty mainstream. <laughs> is- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. That was 77. 78 is The Tree of Wooden Clogs, which I have seen and is very good. Never seen it. Love the title. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's very long. It's like three hours, three and a half hours long or something like that. Oh, boy. Um, yeah. Um, Coming let's home. see. Also there, Midnight Express. Midnight Express. Okay. Um, yeah. Coming home is there. Yeah. Okay. Right. I'm good with that one. 1979 is a tie. Apocalypse Now in the Tin Drum. Two very different movies. I was going to say, <laughs> two wildly different I, films. That I have seen. And I mean, I guess they're both like, like grotesquely exaggerated war films in some ways. I mean, the Tin Drum is about wartime. Very, I guess it's not all. Tin Drum takes place over a much longer period of time. But uh Yeah. I'd say is exaggerated. I mean, it's, it seems like it's pretty on the ball as far as what it's trying to do. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, I guess you're right. When you when you think of Apocalypse Now, do you think of the director's cut first? Redux? Yeah. No, I, well, I think it's on the list. And it's one of my favorite movies. I love Apocalypse. Coppola 70s unmatched. Um, I... I <laughs> No, I don't. Even though, interestingly, that's the first version I saw of it because it went to theaters oh. in 2001 and my mom yeah. and 
your boyfriend at the time, like we were like, let's go see Apocalypse Now Redux. So we said that's the first time I saw pot. Like I knew oh, really? scenes from it because like AFI was doing like their list at that time or whatnot. So they do like, you know, love the smell of napalm in the morning and like things so, yeah, like yeah. I was I was aware of the film. And they, uh, here's the funny thing. I never knew this about Apocalypse Now until I saw Apocalypse Now, but that it's an ad- adaptation of Heart of Darkness. But I've yeah. re- I, I had read a Heart of Darkness. So it's like yeah. this is this is eerily familiar. <laughs> <laughs> like down to a line where like when the boat captain gets hit by a spear, it's like a spear. And I'm like, that's a that's a heartbreaking moment in the book. And I'm like, this is wild. <laughs> I did not know that this is all that this is a, a loose adaptation of of conrad's book so yeah was, um uh, but yeah, I, yeah i don't think of the but yeah i don't think of the director's code i think about i just think more of so when I you watch it now do you watch the theatrical or the director's cut or what i i want the one i watch is the final cut now if i'm if i was going to put on apocalypse now right now it's the final cut that came out a couple of years ago i saw Which that i don't at, have I, yeah. I watched that at the at imax headquarters actually and it was fucking oh, great cool. it was that's really great. cool to watch that like is the sound is okay. phenomenal um but I feel like that's the best of what Coppola was trying to do with like that uh, that extra stuff. It like it excises aspects of it, but there's still some of the things okay. that the Redux has. I don't think any movie, any I don't think any version of that is a bad movie. No, uh, yeah. But but I but I do think the final like if Coppola's going to keep tinkering with stuff and release it every few years, I'm down with it because I just I'm okay. fascinated. I'm fascinated by what he what he seems to come up with for these like new releases of his old movies. Um, also, this year the China Syndrome. Not, no, I, I don't really like that movie, but uh, Days of Heaven. That's Days an amazing heaven, movie. Yeah. Um, the Europeans. I'm trying to think if I've seen that one. It's a James Ivory movie. Yeah, I've Lee, seen a, Lee Remick. All right. <laughs> I've watched a. I've watched. I've watched a bunch from that era, but I, I think I've seen the Bostonians, but I don't think I've seen the Europeans. Um. What else? Uh, did you just hear that? By the way. Um. Did I? <laughs> Uh, people are setting off fireworks in my neighborhood because it's uh, okay. I did hear like a Memorial Day. Something. Yeah. No more rays on here. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, Apocalypse Now and the Tin Drum. That's great. Yeah. Uh, 1980s, a tie again between all that jazz and Kagamusha. What I've a, never seen Kagamusha. That's a <laughs> that's a wild tie. But yeah, okay. That's, yeah. That's a that's a weird tie to have. But big year. Look at this. All that jazz. Yeah. This is there. like you were saying. We're gonna start getting into stuff yeah. that, where we've seen a lot of this stuff. So yeah. All that jazz being there, the big red one. Uh, what else is on here that I've seen? I've seen Lulu. Um, I've seen Out of the Blue. That's a great movie. Kagabusha, yeah. by the way. That, I mean, nice to see Kurosawa did win at some point on this thing, but yeah. that's another one where it's where. Um, I'm happy Coppola and Lucas exist because they can produce like things like this for Akira Kurosawa. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, also, uh, Every Man for Himself by Jean-Luc Godard, which I have right. to imagine. I mean, I don't know when the like and became known as like either like the a movie that gets like a 50 minute applause or it's like all walkouts or whatever. Um, I have to imagine a lot of people walked out of Every Man for Himself. Uh, it's a very confrontational movie that I will admit that gets under my skin too, but I appreciate it. 1981, Man of Iron. Uh, oh, Andre Vida. Okay. Um, okay. The 80s here. Uh, oh, you got another one of my favorite movies of all time, John Borman's Excalibur. Oh, Excalibur, yeah. I okay. love that movie. Yeah. I finally caught up with it during the pandemic, and yes, it rules. I I, <laughs> I love how it feels. It's like it's played as if it's a biopic, despite the fact that it's you know like a legend, but I love that it's structured 
similar yeah. like to like obviously to like the rise and fall arc of a biopic where it's like here's this guy and he's young and he gets a thing and he comes like the best ever and then he kind of falls down and he has a son like it's it's really neat how it treats it with this level of like what if Arthur was real? <laughs> like, yeah. This is the yeah. story of him. <laughs> There's magic and shit, but like, yeah. what if it was real? <laughs> um, Heaven's Gate, Thief. Thief? Cool. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm a big Excalibur fan, so I don't know about... But I don't know. I've never seen Man of Iron. Maybe I'd love it. Uh, 1982, we've got a tie between Missing and Yol, which is a Turkish film. Missing is a Costa Gavras that I haven't seen. I've seen Z or Z, and I've seen State of Siege. And I think those are only two. Oh, no. And then I saw Amen, which was the uh, like early 2000s one he made about like uh, the Catholic Church cooperating with Nazis. Um, Geraldo's on here. Because I, now, not to, um, uh, not to get in a fight here, uh-huh. but uh, Costa Gavras is son or grandson made a movie just last year that i think you really liked and i didn't called athena a french film called oh athena. yeah I, I, I did really like athena it was in my top 10 <laughs> okay yeah I, I i knew i saw i had in my head i was like i think aaron really liked that and i i was really impressed by a lot of the choreography of it mm-hmm. um but i thought that everything else felt very kind of superficial. Um, I, I didn't think that the, the politics or the familial relationships or the class stuff was anything more than the surface. What, what, uh, what do you love about Athena? What I, I mean, beyond uh, like, obviously the technical aesthetics are, they speak for themselves. What I do think <laughs> in regard, like I can, I can hear you as far as, is it adding a lot to the conversation? Not necessarily, but what I, what I appreciate is that it's at least trying to have that conversation at a time when you don't get many movies that are this. If you're going to make like a certain kind of art that's so heavily stylized and you're putting, you're putting a message to it. like, yeah, I, I get that it could, you know, there's ways to make that more, I don't know, refined or like really tell a story that's, I don't know, resonates in ways that are go beyond just like the, the basics, but at the same time, it's like, well, it, it just get, getting something out there to begin with, I think is it, it, just to like, to put a view, it's been a minute since I watched it, but like to put a viewpoint on it and to like, say, here's this thing that's happening. Look how cool this movie looks, but also here's a thing that's going on at this point in time that, that mean that can mean more to me at times than, you know, just simply things existing, nobody doing anything about it. And if you have a movie that's just so loud as far as its presentation goes and you attach something behind it, I I appreciated what that what, what that meant in that in that moment when I was watching that movie. More so than like there was that Les Miserables movie that we talked about, uh, which is yeah, like because that it's was the same, one... it's the same like writer or something, I believe. Or like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Piece. Yeah, and I think I thought this was a better. I thought there was a more accomplished version of what Les, Les Miserables was trying to do. I think that was before we hit, before we hit record. We were talking about a movie that uh, a movie screen that we had both been at, but didn't know until yeah. later that we had both been in. I think Les Miserables was that 2019, whatever Les Miserables yeah, was yeah. the same thing. Yeah, and it, we it, later it, realized we had been at the same screening. Yeah, it was at the. Um, it's closed now. The theater, the landmark, the, the landmark, 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 the yeah. room with the couches and stuff. Yeah, the couch one <laughs> of all places to watch Les Miserables. <laughs> yeah, uh, other movies. Let's see what uh, I already forgot what I. Um, oh, it was missing. It was missing, and uh, and Yol. Yeah. Other movies that year uh, include 
Um, I mentioned that the shooting stars earlier because Padre Padroni won. Same directors, now the shooting stars. Good movie. Um, also, uh, <laughs> Antonioni's identification of a woman. I can't remember who initially made this observation where I read it, but uh, I remember reading once someone said that, like, as like uh, beloved auteurs, male auteurs get older the women in their films get younger and more nude. And I think the person who said that was probably thinking of identification of a woman as one of those. Movies. Okay. Uh, yeah. Cause it is about an old dude and a, like almost entirely a, a woman who is a young woman who is naked. Mo- most of the movie, by the way, out of competition at this year's con film festival, creep show ET and the evil dead. What a fucking nice. lineup that is. <laughs> That's nice. great. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, 83, The Ballad of Narayama, one. I, again, have not seen it. Uh, also in competition, uh, Brisson's L'Argent, which I think means greed. Yeah. Um, that's one of his last ones, right? Yeah. Is it, yeah, is, it, is, it is this very last? It's not his very last one. Huh? I don't know. Could be. It's near uh, the end. Though. James Ivory's Heat and Dust. That one I have seen. Oh, it is his last one. It's his last one. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. Um, um yeah what else is here yeah so heat and dust i've seen the king of comedy oh man king of comedy. And merry christmas mr lawrence uh which is one of my and again movie i, I just absolutely love monty python's uh, meaning of life and, <laughs> yeah but r.i.p raiichi sakamoto by the way who did the score for merry christmas mr lawrence he died uh, a month or so ago tender mercies yeah the year of living oh. dangerously oh you know i'm a big peter weir fan uh-huh uh 84 paris texas hey it's a good movie okay other movies that year i'm trying to keep this going a little uh faster now but um oh uh, john houston under Under the volcano volcano. awesome movie yeah uh that his last one (laughs) i think so john houston okay let's let's look oh getting there doing as fast as i can i'll go to the next one it, it no because this is the, the dead it's his third to life because yeah he still has Pritzi's honor to do so yeah okay okay his third to last one uh 85 an, a yugoslavian film mm. um called when father was away on business okay all right um what other movies <laughs> what's that what yeah happens? what happened when you, yeah. <laughs> what do you do there's literally like nothing in this lineup that I've seen. How weird is that? Uh, the Coca-Cola kid I have, I know because it just got like a Blu-ray release. Kiss of the Spider Wait, Woman. Wait, are we looking at the wrong? Oh, I'm looking at it in certain regard. That's why. Oh, where's the films in competition? Oh, it was collapsed. Okay. okay. So yeah, I'm sure I have seen some yeah, of these. Yeah. Birdie. Seen Birdie. I've not uh, seen Birdie. I, I've seen the official story. Um, I've seen Mishima. That's a great movie. That's Mask. Movie. Um, yeah. Share. I like Mishima of this. Yeah. Kiss the Spider Woman might do it for me on this one. Uh, 1986, Roland Joffe's The Mission. Never so, seen it. So that's on my uh, worst. <laughs> not because oh, really? A, Tell me. Not, not because it's necessarily bad, um, but it's a movie that it's very. It's I hate the word Oscar bait, but it feels like a movie that's designed to be like, look out, look at all these people involved in the story we're telling. This is important. And then mm-hmm. I don't think it, it, it it's an amazing, it's an incredibly well shot movie. It looks fantastic. It has a great Ennio Morricone score. Like there's no, 
again, this is not a bad movie, but it's certainly one where it's like, there's not a lot under the surface on this. We were talking about Athena. This is one where it's like, there's not a lot going on here that's not done differently and better in other movies beyond just having the prestige of De Niro and I, you know, everybody involved in the film. Uh, I mean, if you want to talk about like, you know, uh, missionaries under crisis films, Scorsese's silence, you know, multiple decades later is a fantastic, yeah. much better version of okay. what, what that's trying to accomplish. Yeah. Like I said, I've never seen it, but I do remember listening to some of the score when uh, Tyler and West and I did our um, um, Morricone uh, profile. Uh, it was one of West's picks. Um, and it was so a, I listened it's a great to some score. Of score. Yeah, it's yeah. a great score. But also, great year. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. After Hours, Down by Law. Uh, um Neil Jordan's Mona Lisa. Mona Lisa's good, yeah. Um Runaway yeah. Train. That's a great movie. That's I've a, never I've seen that one. It's a it's a kick-ass action movie that happens to be in the Cannes Film Festival. But I mean it's yeah. I'm not gonna say it's deeper than that, but it's a really well acted movie with Voigt and Eric Roberts on this, you know, hijacking a train. Like it's just it's a it's a it's a the best version that you could get of prisoners take a train that you could ask for. Um 1987 is Under the Son of Satan, which I have seen and liked. Um, but you've also got Barfly that year, which uh, as both an Angelino and a drunk. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> but I do have a lot of Well, even Architect I've never seen, but I'm, I've, I've, I like Peter Greenaway a lot. I've just never watched that title. one. I like that. Um, yeah. Let's see. Oh, Wings of Desire is that name? Wings of the Desire. Yeah, that's yeah. what one? What what do we want? Uh, Under the Son of Satan, which is a good movie. It's um okay. uh Gerard Depardieu as a um he's a priest, but because he's a movie priest, he's undergoing a crisis of faith. That's what priests that's... in movies are doing. Yeah, of course. That's interesting. I I, I saw because I was looking into like what are the movies that people generally like look back on saying oh, this is one a great wasn't a great winner. I saw this one come up because it because oh. because mainly because other movies that were right. in place like Wings of Desire, obviously. So it's like okay, I get it. Yeah, but I have seen the movie, so I can't. I couldn't tell you. Okay, nineteen eighty eight is Pell the Conqueror, which is a good movie that I uh, watched um, after Max von Sydow died. Um, but it was, I feel like it has to have been up against something better, but I don't know. Maybe it was, um, yeah, it doesn't look like it was a super strong year. I've never seen Chocolat, the Claire Denis film. I like Claire Denis. I, I would bet, I bet I would like that. There's only one Chocolat, and it stars Benoche, as far as David's concerned. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, a, a movie that I don't really like, but uh, weirdly saw twice in the movie theater when it came out. Like I saw it when it came out, didn't really like it. And they came out over my Christmas break, and I went back to the sure. dorms. I went back to the dorms. My like, uh, and all the college kids uh, were like, "Guys, Chocolat's no, expanded." No, t- Tyler in particular. Yeah, I didn't come to Springfield till later. So then, like, Tyler was like, "I really want to see Chocolat. Will you go with me?" And Tyler, back at that time, refused to go to the movies alone. Now he does it. Well, not now. Obviously, he's uh, he's paralyzed in a bed. But um, what a lame nerd. Yeah, can't go to a movie uh, alone. But yeah, he eventually would go to movies alone all the time. But uh, yeah, back then he did not go to movies alone. Uh, so I agreed to go see Chocolat with him. Um, I think I maybe made him like buy me popcorn. Chocolate. Or I don't remember. Yeah, I should have been chocolate. Yeah, but I'm not Crunch a big bar sweet, sweet tooth person. Uh, 89 Sex Lies and Videotape. What a great, great movie. movie on my list. Yeah, 
the first one since Apocalypse Now on my list, actually. Wow. Uh, also in competitions, cinema parody, so not that great. Do the right thing. Do the right though. thing. Masterpiece. You know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Monsieur Hire is a good movie. Uh, Mystery, Mystery Train. Train. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've never seen Sweetie, the Jane Campion film. Yeah, the Campion, but, yeah. Uh, I've seen it. Yeah. Let's see. 90, Wild at Heart. Another great movie. Great one. Uh, I, uh, I've really gotten into Lynch more in these past few years. And okay. so it's nice to catch up with these movies and be like, oh, yeah, this is great. <laughs> He's done a lot of good stuff. Um, yeah. Also in competition that year, though, is uh, Jean Yimou's Judao or Judo. Um, oh, okay. So which is a great films. movie. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know if it's better than Wild at Heart, but it is a great movie. It's one of my favorite Jean Yimou's, which is saying something because I really like his movies. I mean, it, uh, it, it, does Jacques de Judao have a, like, a sinister William? Willem Dafoe with like gritted teeth. <laughs> it does not have that <laughs> murdering no. people. <laughs> um, but it has um, it has Gong Li, and uh, she's pretty great. Yeah, that yeah. If you get Zagi Mo in the not two thousands, <laughs> sure. But you throw yeah. a rock and there she is. <laughs> but uh, that's uh, nice to say, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Gong yeah. <laughs> yeah, you swing, you you throw a rock in here and you'll hit one. Do me a favor, Fink. Throw it hard. And of course, that's a uh, lead into the next one, 1991, Barton Fink. Barton Fink on the list, of course. Obviously, I'm not going to uh, argue with that. Yeah. Um, there are some other good movies that, that year. Uh, the Double Life of Veronique. I'm a big Kieslowski yeah. uh, fan. Europa, one of those comedies from Lars von Trier. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 92. Homicide. The best Homi- okay, I'm sorry. Oh, is, was Homicide there? Homicide's I, on the list. Yeah. Scroll Too Fast. So is, so is Jungle Fever. Um, yeah, such a, yeah, you're right. Homicide, which I think is, as a director, my favorite mammoth. It's quite. Uh, I, I love Spartan, but uh, I think Homicide's my favorite mammoth. Uh, 1992, the winner is The Best Intentions, which yeah. is a. Uh... Depardieu was president that year of the Cannes oh, okay. Festival, not of France. Yeah, no, yeah, they didn't, they didn't like <laughs> yeah, it that much. That's a that's a different year when Depardieu was briefly president of France. Remember that. Oh, <laughs> Uh, let's see. Basic Instinct was in competition that year. That's fun. Uh, yeah. As was Howard's End, a movie that I like. Very simple. Um, Gary Sinise's Of Mice and Men. Oh, The Player. That's Player. a player. Yeah. Oh, and Twin Peaks Firewall. Twin Peaks. There it is. Yeah, that <laughs> <movie laughs> would have been my pick, I think. Uh, 93, you've got a tie between two great movies, Farewell My Concubine and The Piano. I think I put The Piano as piano. better yeah. than Farewell My Concubine, but they're both great movies. Um, Falling also, Down. Also in competition... Yeah, yeah, falling down. Abel Ferrara's body snatchers. That movie's fucked up. Is it? I've never seen it. It's all the body snatchers are at least interesting, and that movie is not bad. <laughs> um, Soderbergh's King of the Hill. King of the Hill. Yeah. Which I don't know, listeners might remember. I don't know if Aaron, if you listened to this episode a while back, Scott and Julie and I did an episode of just about movies in our that that take place in our hometowns or home states. Okay. And I talked about how St. Louis in movies is almost always a place that someone is passing through, you know, there's a, like, it's like a road trip movie and there's uh-huh. a night or two in St. Louis King of the Hill. Soderbergh's King of the Hill is one of the few movies to be like set entirely in St. Louis. I am um, very, yeah. very recently watched King of the Hill again because I'm a part of another podcast called the summer of 93. And that came out during the summer of 1993. It's a good movie. It's a, yeah. it's a, it's a, it's one of the most straightforward Soderbergh movies you could watch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kenneth Branagh is much ado about nothing with uh, Keanu Reeves and, uh, and, and Denzel being 
just like, okay, <laughs> yeah. I'm the sexiest guy here, I guess. That's, that's yeah. what I'm doing. <laughs> and uh, Ro- hey. Robert Sean Leonard, is that how you say Robert Sean Leonard as the, um, I guess I'm a movie star. Not really. I'm not going to go anywhere after this. <laughs> uh, but also, a here's a couple, a couple of masterpieces. Mike Lee's Naked and Hu Shen's The Puppet Master. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Puppet Master is, has nothing to do with the Puppet Master horror movies. No, <laughs> it's, it's a movie that is literally about uh, no, that, a Puppet Master, and it's a that, it's half biopic and half documentary. That seventeen movie series that was yeah. obviously inspired by uh, <laughs> yeah. Sex Puppet Master. <laughs> yeah, uh, nineteen ninety four Pulp Fiction wins the Palm Door on my list. And I mean, it's Pulp yeah. Fiction. I mean, but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, other movies Blood in competition is on here. This is '94. Uh, this is a big year. Hardsucker Proxy. Yeah, Adam McGowan's Exotica, Nanny Moretti's Caro Diario or Dear Diary, Alan Rudolph's Mrs. Parker in the Vicious Circle, which I was just just brought up like two weeks ago on the podcast. Coincidentally, uh, Three Colors Red. Three Colors Red. Yeah, that's the only one that made one of. I guess they all kind of came out. They came yeah. out near each other, right? They're all. I don't remember. I'm trying to think. By the time I knew what they were, they were all on video and I rented them. So, yeah. Yeah, they're all, yeah, it's like 93, 94, 94. Like, they, he made them all, like, right back to back to back. Yeah. So. Uh, so, in 95, the director of um, uh, When Father Was Way on Business returned with Underground and won the Palm Door. Okay. Uh, Emir Kustarika is his name. Um, other movies the quick of the dead closed this festival that's very funny to me <laughs> that's the last <laughs> movie everybody saw was gene hackman getting his head blown off <laughs> right good night everybody um the city of lost children uh city of lost children love it dead, dead man maybe dead my man, favorite jarvish uh ed wood ed wood yeah larry clark's kids, kids. yeah lahane lahane that's a good one the Madness of King George. Shanghai Triad. I, I saw that. Yeah, Shanghai Triad. That's I reviewed that when they put a Blu-ray out not too long. So did I, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think I did. But that's another Gong Lee. Yeah, you threw right? a rock and there she was. Isn't she? In yeah, that? she yeah, she is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, 96, Secrets and Lies. So Mike, we didn't win for Naked, but won for Secrets and Lies. That's on my um, list. I really like Secrets and Lies a lot. Yeah. But I don't know if I would pick it against some of this competition, which is yeah, breaking, breaking the waves, waves, crash, and Fargo. Fargo. Kansas City's good. I like Kansas okay. City. I haven't seen it. It's on my list. Uh, if our next profile subject is Harry Belafonte, Harry Belafonte, yeah, then I will definitely watch Kansas City. But we haven't we haven't decided yet. Um, ridicule. Uh, Tyler and I both love uh, Patrice Leclerc's Ridicule. Um, so yeah, hell of a year there. Yeah, ninety-seven. We got a tie between the Eel, which is a Shohei Memorial film that I have not seen, and Taste of Sherry, which is an Abbas Kiarostami movie that I love. Um, this one opened with Fifth Element. Imagine going to the Cannes Film Festival. So cool. The Fifth Element, yeah. the first movie you see, it's fucking Ruby Rod and Bruce Willis <laughs> blowing up monsters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm into this. Um. Oh, but also that year is funny games. Indiana Jones being like, oh, Indiana Jones. And I'm like, Fifth Element opened the film festival years ago. It was great. <laughs> um, funny games, The Ice Storm, LA Confidential. Oh my God, this is a great year. The Sweet Hereafter. The Sweet Hereafter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Um, patrons will hear me say this again in a couple of days, but it always bothered me that Ebert didn't like Taste of Cherry. 
Happy uh, Together. That's a good Wong Kar Wai movie. That's a, that's that's one I've. It's one of the few I've never seen that one, and then I've never seen what was the like more recent, like, what the Grandmaster. Not the Grandmaster. Didn't 20... he do another period piece around the time of the Grandmaster? Or am I, I am I wrong? I think I anyway. think it was like twenty forty six. Happy together though, because uh, I, okay. I watched that whole Criterion box set when it came out. Okay, uh, that was the one I think I was the most surprised by how much I liked it. Because yeah, I'm like, I'm already going in being like, yeah, Chunking Express, uh, yeah, and um, the yeah. other one, In the Mood for Love. They're like happy to go. It's like, oh, this is really good. This is a really strong um uh, love story movie. Like it has different stuff happening. It's good. I enjoyed it. Uh, 98 is Eternity and a Day, which I have not seen. Um, it's Theo Angelopoulos. Uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas that year. I've never seen Flowers of Shanghai. Wait, have I seen Flowers of Shanghai? No, I have not. Um, that was that year. The General with John Borman. God, he's make movies still. <laughs> 99. Uh... Okay, the School of Flesh is. Uh, I like that director Benoit Jacob, but I and I've seen the School of Flesh. It's not one of his best. Oh, Patrice Chirot's "Those Who Love Me Can Take the Train" is a very good movie. Oh, but Velvet Goldmine's on here. I love Velvet, Velvet Goldmine. Goldmine. Okay, yeah, Life is Beautiful, yeah. universally accepted as one of the best films of all time. Uh-huh. Um. <laughs> uh, all right, ninety nine. Well, let's see. Let's let's, let's let's put let's put it to the test. Considered one of the greatest film years ever, or best movie year ever, according to uh, our former guest brian raftree i think is how you say his name uh i have that book so uh so do i um because he gave me a copy when he was on the podcast <laughs> um i have uh so the 1999 rosetta the uh the dardens straight gold movie. yeah the first darden movie that i would have seen was rosetta and i loved it um so i can't uh this list is nuts when you think much. of all the movies that came out in 99 but, but it's can't yeah. like i get it Let's see. What else do we have in the official selection? Um, all about my mother. Half women. I have not seen. Okay, all about my mother. Yeah, that's a good movie. Credible Rock. It's got a great cast. I don't know if it's a great. It, movie. it has a great cast. That's that's one yeah. thing you can say about it. <laughs> the Emperor and the Assassin was a Chen Kaige. So Chen Kaige won for Pharaoh My Concubine. Emperor and the Assassin is also very good. Not as good as Pharaoh My Concubine, but uh, my memory is Emperor and the Assassin. So this is like me, late nineties like me starting to be like a diehard like yeah. movie fan in real life and emperor and the assassin i read was going to be playing at the um i think it was at webster university or something in in st louis and uh i convinced my girlfriend at the time to go with me she was like sure i'll go and then like we got in the car and she was like wait tell me about this movie and i was like oh it's a two hour and 45 minute chinese historical drama and she was like never mind i'm not going to this with you uh her loss good movie uh felicia's journey man adam mcgoyan was really uh he was popular a lot here Campbell, and, yeah. and felicia's journey is great ghost um, dog is one of my favorite movies yeah, ever. Ghost dog is great. like on a short list of my favorite movies ever so um yeah yeah but uh real quick on felicia's journey this is another memory of just this time in my life uh when i finally had you know I had a part-time job. I had a driver's license and access to a car and I could just like go see a movie by myself. If I wanted to see it, no one I knew would have wanted to see Felicia's journey, but I, I, I went and saw it myself and, and, uh, that's a cherished memory. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do we have that year? Takeshi Kitano. Oh, the straight story. 
the straight story, of course, is yeah. that, that's another very straightforward movie from a very obscure director. Yeah. Uh, but I love it. I, I think it's one of Lynch's best movies. It's really good. I it's it, so like, funny to me that it's you can watch it now on Disney Plus. It, uh, yeah, that's how I watched it. I was like, oh, yeah. my God, this movie's amazing. <laughs> uh, let's see. 2000 Dancer in the Dark. Uh, oh, hilarious. I, I love that movie. I mean, I know it's laughs. brutal, but uh, I do love that movie. <laughs> um also in competition that year bread and roses which is a ken loach adrian brody movie am i right yeah adrian brody's in that he's like a union union organizer who am i a union movie Uh, what the hell (laughs) (laughs) um let's see uh love that probably be my pick right there yeah that's yeah that's a top 10 movie of all time for me nurse betty Uh, (laughs) oh cool i like nurse betty (laughs) um oh brother with uh with a friend like harry or i mean i'm looking at wikipedia which has it in the french title which i'm uh Unami i saw that in theaters Ute. yeah okay uh yeah that's a good movie uh nurse but yeah uh brother Rotto, what else do we have the golden bowl that's james ivory when he had kind of you know the uh in train spotting sick boys theory that like artists they have it and then they lose it and then it's gone forever i still like something i watched when i was in eighth grade is still something i think of like what is the time that the artist that lost it and i feel like golden bowl is the to me that's when james ivory kind of lost it unfortunately As a director yeah yeah he's still like writing <laughs> like i mean he's still <laughs> yeah but i mean what's the last thing he directed that was good yeah directed no i hear you i was just i mean like he's still doing his work elsewhere <laughs> yeah let's see okay uh the odds from james gray right which i haven't seen i know that's uh, it's a movie. uh so 2001 is the sun's room by nanny moretti which i have not seen so that's one that i saw frequently on like worst lists um, that's what scott was saying too on the patreon okay i i have not seen it but i've saw that like come up all the time <laughs> so i've only seen a couple of nanny moretti movies the uh, aforementioned dear diary or caro diario uh, which is really great and then i saw 2010 or 2011's we have a pope which is like a comedy about the Pope dying and them voting for a new Pope. I hope that's a comedy. We have the Pope. I hope there's an exclamation point at the end of that title. Yeah. Should be. Um, What else is in competition? Well, this one beat like, this is why it's looked at so bad. Cause it's like the man who wasn't there, um, the Holland drive uh, piano teacher, Moulin Rouge, um, the uh, Shrek. (laughs) It's in competition. Wow. Shrek was in competition. It was in competition. yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, why this is had to be there. Okay. And there's even more that like, um, of Mambo. I mean, yeah. yeah. Kandahar. Um, I've seen no man's land. I've seen, uh, the pledge. I can't remember if you said the pledge or not. I didn't, um, yeah, that's in there. The... Vasavois, um, warm water under a red bridge, which has just been restored, I think. And mm-hmm. I think I was reading, there's a new Blu-ray or something about warm water under a red bridge, which is a great, I think that's Shohei Memorial's last film. Uh, and timing Ling's what time is it there? Uh, is also a very, really good movie. 1230. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's 936 PM here. Um, 2002 is the pianist. I don't know what to say about Polanski. Uh, you made a movie. We won an Oscar for it. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, 24 hour party people. Great. Oh, movie. 24 hour party people. That's probably um, my pick. Okay. No, 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 it isn't. no, I know my pick is it's coming up. Uh, all, or nothing. all or nothing. All or nothing. Bowling for Columbine. Bowling for Columbine. Demon Lover. That's awesome. I say us. 
Divine Intervention is awesome. Irreversible. Uh, saw it once. Glad I saw it. Probably won't ever watch it again. Uh, Punch Drunk Love. Yeah, that's, that's my pick. That's yours. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a that movie. Yeah. Um, Russian Ark. Russian Ark. That's like what, like an hour fifty. Um, <laughs> wait. Uh, what does There's that mean? A, what am I thinking of? What's the What's the Russian Ark movie that's like ten hours or whatever? What am I? Th- what's the other? What am I? Uh, I don't know. Russian Ark is the single take movie. That's what it is. Okay. What am I thinking? I'm thinking of something else that would. Okay. Whatever. Yes. It's um, a single take movie. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Uh, the Sun is another Darden Brothers. Yeah. Spider. Um, Spider. That's a good movie. Sweet 16 by Ken Loach uh, is good. Loach is just all over this. Yeah. Can't stop Loach. And Unknown Pleasures. See, now we're getting into the era where I've finally like seen a ton of these. So, yeah. Mm. Unknown Pleasures was probably, I think, the first Gia Zhenke, if I'm saying that right, movie that I ever saw. Uh, the Sun was. Um, the Darden Brothers, The Sun, I got um, as a graduation present from my mom. Um, because my dad already passed away at that point. Um, I got a big TV, by which I mean I got a 36-inch TV. Ooh. Which now I have a 65-er, so like it uh, blows it's it out thin. of the water. <laughs> <It's thin>. Yeah, <laughs> so this is a huge... But yeah. I think... And so I worked at a video store at the time, and I hooked up my big TV... And I was like, let me christen this baby by popping in the Darden Brothers. Darden's. The <laughs> that was the first movie I watched uh, on my new big TV. Uh, 2003 is Elephant. Oh, action, um, excitement. Yeah, I should probably revisit it. I, uh, I, I don't think I understood what he was going for. Uh, I, uh, I assume Scott and I's ears just perked up without even listening to this episode. Oh, yet. yeah. He's a uh, huge fan. Sans Elephant. Yeah. <laughs> but here we go. We've got... Um, Barbarian. The Barbarian Invasions. Bright Future is awesome. Brown uh, Bunny. Everyone famously Bunny. accepted that one the first time out. Yeah, I, 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 I would like to... I wonder, do you know, is the cut that played can available anymore? Because like, part of the story was like it's been heavily recut because it was so hated. I only saw the version that came out on DVD eventually. I would assume it's probably not, but wait yeah. for you know Arrow or whatever to put out some special edition. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Brown I'd, Bunny, I'd like, like to you've see. Never seen it. <laughs> I'd like to see what everyone is reacting to. Uh, Karen Diru, I've seen Dogville, great movie. Uh, what else have I seen? Father and Son. I think I did see Father and Son. It's a Russian movie. Yeah. Uh, what Mystic else? Mystic River. River. Tyler's not a fan, but I like it. It, oh, swimming they, pool! Are, are the performances for Tyler not over the top enough? Is that his problem, Mister Gruber? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Are the they, whole thing's just too subtle. Are they, are they too low key? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but swimming pool is swimming that's a, a good great movie. movie. That's a good little might be, movie. Yeah, might be my pick of these. Actually, I don't know. I like Bright Future too. Um, two thousand four Fahrenheit nine eleven. This is on the the worst list as far as yeah. I don't know. Is it aged immediately? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Remember when they were see, remember that movie was coming out? And they're like Robert Roger. Uh, uh, what's his fucking name? Uh, yeah, Roger Moore. Roger Moore directed. <laughs> Michael Moore is going to show you somebody getting beheaded in Fahrenheit nine eleven. Is like what? Really? Like that's that sounds crazy. And that didn't happen. But it was of like uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah, I remember um, that was the thing people were saying. It's like, yeah, he's going to show one of the beheadings of the, of the soldiers. Like, why would he do that? That sounds terrible. But it also kind of, well, there's a few standouts here. But it is does kind of seem like a weak year anyway. But um, you got some big name directors too. But yeah. like, because you have like Juan Carvajal and Olivia Assayas right off the bat. Paulo Sorrentino is coming in. Probably was, is this like his first time? Or he's starting uh, to emerge here. Yeah. 
Uh, okay, the Holy Girl I've seen. That's really great. Lucretia Martel. Um, the Lady Killers. Oh, so the, the Cohen's just submitted something and they're like, yeah, we'll put it in automatically. That's, yeah. what, they, that's what they said with it. Yeah, well, so this I, is a year of like, like well, I, I, I will admit the Lady Killers is the only Cohen Brothers movie I've never seen. Um, I, but people want to yeah. stand up for it now. And I'm like, yeah, it's not good. It wasn't good before. It's not good now. Because I'm just looking like between the Coens and Walter Sayas, uh, the motorcycle diaries. It seems uh-huh. like this is like big name director, minor project. Yeah. <laughs> Life and death of uh, Peter Sellers is a TV movie. <laughs> That's a competition. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, old Mondo boys Vino. on here. I mean, old, yeah. old, old boy. So, old yeah. boy's great. Mondo Vino is a documentary about wine that I saw. Uh, oh, nobody knows. Is, nobody knows. I think yeah. the first Coriator that I saw, and still, I'm still traumatized by it. It's really great. Uh, Tropical two, Malady. <laughs> Woman is the future. Yeah, Shrek Two. Woman is the future. Okay, so I, I was wrong. It was a big. It, it was a. It's big. Yeah, there, I mean, there's a number of these that yes, they're like lesser of some of these directors, but there's still competition here. Yeah, you're right. I was wrong. Um, 2005, the Dardens uh, bring it home again with Lon Font. Dardens can't stop them. Can't stop. Won't stop. Yeah, uh, but Broken Flowers is this year. That's a good Broken one. Flowers. I love Broken Flowers. Great soundtrack. Yeah, A History of Violence. History of Violence. Johnny Never Tozo. saw Manderley. Manderley? Oh, yeah. That's a um, fun bunch here. <laughs> Yucking it up again. Yeah. Uh, Last Days. Okay. So, you know, there you go. If you're a fan, Santa Love. Sin City was in Cal- Yeah, that's right. It was. It was a can. I remember that. Sin wow. Three Burials of Melaketa's Estrada. That's a good movie. I want to see Tommy um, Lee Jones direct more. So, uh, 2006, The Wind That Shakes the Barley. Good movie. Um, uh, also a good title. What are you laughing at? You don't think it's a good movie? I, um, it, it's, there's nothing, it's nothing wrong with it. It's just more of like, okay, one of these. <laughs> I, and I also like, I look at this and I'm like, Volver's here, Pan's Labyrinth's here, Mary Antoinette's here. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You've got Fast, some more. Link Letters Fast Foundation, his best movie, obviously, is here. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, let's see. Uh, Colossal Youth, Pedro Costa. I like that's a great movie. Um, yeah. Marie Antoinette. Yeah. You said Pan's Labyrinth. Pan's right? Labyrinth. Uh, yeah. South, South, Southland, 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 Southland Tales, Tales, the can, yeah. the can cut, which is available now. You can watch that. That's the arrow did put that out. Oh, can you? Um, uh, my memory of the wind that shakes the barley. We're like an hour and a half in, and you just made that joke. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I was saving it for the when it was needed most. Uh, when so I lived in Los Angeles um, about a year and a half before Tyler moved here. Mm-hmm. And when he first moved here, I was like, you know, because because we are who we are. I was like, let's go see a movie together, and it kept not being able to happen. And one, I think one of the ones that I ended up seeing by myself because Tyler like couldn't make it was the wind that shakes the barley. And then we finally were like, we got our shit together to meet at the Los Feliz three to see Aqua Teen hunger force. What was it? The, the colon movie. What was it called? I can't remember. Um, but, uh, so, and he, Printed out map quest directions because that's what you did back in 2007. Aquatine um, Hunger Force colon movie film for theaters. Movie film for theaters. Um, he printed out map quest directions, but then uh, took went the wrong way on Vermont, and like he was like he was like in 
he was basically in like South Central before he like realized like I don't think I'm going the wrong way and he called me I was like waiting for him up to the theater and he called me he's like yeah I'm not gonna make it um so I'm, now I'm wondering what is the first movie Tyler and I saw together in Los Angeles when he moved out here I don't I don't remember I know we saw Lions for Lambs together oh well we're super memorable that one yeah okay uh 2007 four months three weeks and two days great movie i didn't realize that was 2007 i was looking at it it's like i just because i just watched rmn and i'm like oh, it's been yeah. that long since that movie came out <laughs> yeah like, what is that yeah 16 years yeah uh what else you got that year you've got death proof the diving bell and the butterfly um <laughs> i never saw my blueberry nights no country for old men no country yeah uh persepolis persepolis paranoid park secret sunshine secret sunshine that's a good one yeah we own the nut james gray back again and zodiac. james gray i haven't seen zodiac yeah that's the tough year to pick one we own the night it's not great it's it's fine okay but... i mean i guess t- 2007 is another one of those years that's often thought of as yeah one of the best movie years yeah some huge ones all right 2008 the class which i have not seen i have i saw that in the theaters um okay it's it's pretty slight it's a weird one to be like this one the the palm door and along with another one that's coming up it's like okay that's that's a choice i guess that's nothing specifically wrong of it it's just like okay <laughs> looking at some of these other movies on the <laughs> list alone um like what we got here uh, other things you got il uh, divo which which one's terrible blindness Blind- oh yeah i never saw it uh, that's one more like because I, I i love city of god so much and then i love constant right. gardener so much and I'm like yeah. the race can't miss and then i saw blindness like this is terrible <laughs> <laughs> um il divo is the first sorrentino i saw okay. and i didn't like it but i was interested enough in it to stick with him and then i came to really like his movies and then yeah i think I, now i just think he's okay like the hand of god i thought was did you see it? the hand of god I did, and I certainly still have the giant fucking art book they said does along with like a candle. I think right? so that's like, right. Yeah, we. I think we burned the candle it, immediately. The art book I actually just uh, pulled out the other day and realized that not only have I not opened it, it's still like cellophane wrapped. I've never it's, even it's taken huge. The, it's it's yeah. so big. Yeah, uh, Sarantino. What's the one with Sean Penn? That's a movie. Um, um, this must be the place. place. Yeah. yeah, that's it's such a that's weird outlier as far as his movies go. It's like, yeah. oh yeah, there's that one where he made Sean Penn as like a like an emo assassin. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I know when he made like Youth, I was like, oh, uh-huh. he's making a movie in English. Oh wait, he already made a movie in English. And yeah. Everyone <laughs> forgot. No one wants to talk about it. Uh, uh, over like Changeling, which I think is okay. really a really solid Eastwood movie. Okay, um, I haven't and, and Che, of course, uh, from Soderbergh. Oh, yeah, I haven't seen that one either. Gamora. I've seen The Headless Woman. Uh, uh, Gamora. Gamora is great. Um, the Italian oh, film. Right. Love Gamora. Um, yeah, I like Matteo Garone. I haven't seen Gamora. Um, Synecdoche, New York. Yeah. Synecdoche, yeah. Um, yeah. Waltz with Bashir. Waltz with Bashir is good. Uh, 2009, The White Ribbon. Uh what else we got that year? Antichrist, Bright Star. That's a Bright good one. Star. Antichrist. Imagine seeing that in Campbell, but everybody in tuxedos yeah. lock, locking in on Antichrist. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Enter the Void. Bastards. Another one. Another one. Just Enter the Void. Yeah. Antichrist, they enter, enter the Void back to back. That's a, that's a uh, fish tank. Uh, great movie. Okay. Um, and Glorious Bastards, of course, is a wonderful yeah. movie. Um, oh, Thirst. That's a good one. Thirst. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, Chan Wook. Yeah. Yeah. Taking Woodstock. Okay. 
We inv- we invited Angley. Um, remember when they're like hey, Demetri Martin should lead a movie? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. What happened to him? Okay, a prophet. That's great. I love a prophet. That's a, that's a, that's a really right. good one. Uh, Twenty ten. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, I, it's better than the other Jock Adurid film that's coming up, uh, which I haven't seen. We'll get yeah. there. <laughs> 2010 uncle boom me can't go wrong that's a great uh, movie okay so i i only had so much time to prepare for this podcast that's the one movie i watched to prepare because I, I had it's been a weird blind spot for me i never saw uncle boom me who can't recall his past lives uh it's great yeah. <laughs> some really evocative imagery in that movie it's really cool. yeah yeah and it's funny when there's the talking fish too that part's funny yep it's got <laughs> it's got moves i was surprised how like yeah. lively it was given how quiet of a movie it is yeah yeah uh, be, be um, NFL. uh another year that's that's one of the yeah, first lyrics all right um well certified copy everyone certified loves certified copy, copy yeah but yeah hard to hard to beat uncle boomy i would say for that year um, uh fair game a movie that inexplicably got a director's cut and everyone was like there was more to say like, <laughs> <laughs> i just wasn't there a Cindy Crawford and I want to say Stephen Baldwin movie called Fair Game in the nineties. Yes, there's another Fair Game. <laughs> yeah, um, but did I have the right Baldwin? That's the question. Gonna have to look that up right now. I know it's Cindy Crawford. I can picture the poster. It's, it's got to be Billy. <laughs> it is. It is William Baldwin. I there said Stephen. It was William. Yeah. Uh, all right. 2011, The Tree of Life. Also going to be a tough one to beat. Let's see what oh, else we got here. Of course. The Artist, Drive, Footnote, The Havre, House of Tolerance. That's a great movie. Melancholia, I love. Melancholia. Yeah. Once Upon a Time Once in Anatolia. Anatolia. The Skin I Live In. That's that's a good one. That's a good one. Police, um, that director's uh, new movie uh, was a topic of conversation at this year's can because it stars Johnny Depp. Oh, okay. You know. Um, let's see. Oh, here's this one's be the place. This one's be the place. It's a competition. That's great. Yeah. Oh, and here's we have a pope. We have which a pope. I mentioned earlier. Yeah. Uh, not an exclamation point though. I'm not going to watch it anymore. Yeah. Uh, we need and to talk about Kevin. We gotta. Also, that movie was there. Yeah. Uh, uh, 2012. <laughs> a more. Hanukkah finally brings one home. Hanukkah. What? <laughs> um, that's okay. So like, I keep going up like to memories. So a more, I saw, I think, so sometimes peek behind the curtain for uh, non-critic types, you know, those of you not lucky enough. Uh, sometimes when there's a big festival in another part of the North America or the world, they will do local screenings for that festival. You know what I'm saying? I, I know you know. So I saw a more pre, I don't know if it was pre-Venice or pre-Tiff. I saw a more in like late August okay and then it didn't come out in the u.s until december yeah and i put off writing my review i was like uh like leave my review till closer and i put it off so long that i went to write my review and i was like fuck i should have taken notes and that is why to this day i take notes at screenings okay because of a more because i put off writing my review too long fitting movie Uh, (laughs) yeah that's true uh but also holy motors is that year cosmopolis yeah the hunt i I like the hunts quite a bit uh i didn't love the hunt um but uh i also didn't love lawless Uh, yeah lawless is kind of whatever killing them softly though i really like okay like someone in love that's great moonrise kingdom moonrise kingdom 
not my favorite Wes Anderson, but it's got I like it. Moves. Uh, Mud, Mud, I think uh, Jeff Nichols' last good film. <laughs> really? <laughs> See, I know that's like controversial, but what did he make after that? Midnight Special. Midnight Special is one. Mud's the one that I put the least. <laughs> I, I, I think wow. Mud's. I think Mud's fine, but I really yeah. like Midnight Special. I really I take Shelter's my favorite, but I re, but yeah. like Loving, I think is really wonderful and how in a low. Oh, key wow, way. I didn't like that one either. Really. Yeah. Uh, Walter says is on the road. Um, this this would have been so like 2012 was like the first year. Again, I feel like I'm bragging. The first year that I started to get like screeners at like for your consideration screeners at the end of the year. And at the time I was getting, you still get a lot, but I was getting enough that I was like, I'm going to try and watch all of these so I can make my list. So there's some, so I, I watched on the road cause I got a screener of it. Okay. Now I get, there's just so many screeners that they're just like, uh-huh. I don't even try to watch all of them. Lee Daniels, Lee Daniels, the paper boy. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what, what is your, uh, what is your approach to screener season? Uh, because i'm a responsible critic i've generally seen most of the movies by the time i'm getting them on screeners so it's not too much of a out of control thing because i'm like good here's a selection of ones that i haven't seen but i've generally cut up pretty much really so, even so like, like the the indies and stuff you've seen you've, you've seen my reviews yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah that's true. I, I that's cover true. so much stuff so yeah i, that's I do true. I do like it's more stuff that's like just not out yet. So when like Neon sends their pack or something, and it's like movies right. that aren't going to come out for a while or whatever, it's like cool. Yeah, you know. But like I'm, I, I do pretty good at keeping up. So it's like it's cool to get you know, yeah, the opportunity. What's really nice is my dad gets to see a lot of them because I just hand them off to him. Right, <laughs> he gets to watch a lot of these movies. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're you're better than I am at that. I keep um, it pretty, I keep it pretty organized. Yeah, other stuff this year. I haven't seen post tenderest Lux. I know Scott's a big fan. Uh, I have seen Matteo Garone's reality. I've, this is another one. It's a great movie. It's such a fucking bummer. It's okay. so stressful. Have you, have you seen reality? No, I have not. It's basically, it's about a guy, an Italian guy who thinks he has a shot at getting on big brother, the like Italian version of big brother. And basically becomes so obsessed with trying to get on big brother that he ruins his entire life. And it's like, oh, it's, it's Garone. Like, okay. It's the Gamora. Yeah. Yeah, I want to see yeah. this. This sounds great. Okay. Yeah, it is, but it's it's like it's such a bummer. Uh, Rust and Bone, I didn't really like. I like Rust, I, and I remember that being like pretty mixed. And I was like, "Why? It's so nice. There's a fun use of uh, what's what's the Katy Perry song of all things in this like oh firework. Yeah, that's firework. the best part. Yeah, <laughs> with Mary Cotillard is like a well, we, whale trainer we, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, we recently did an episode on our favorite needle drops and movies ever, and I mentioned that specifically because I because I love that, but it's the only part of the movie that I really remember liking. By the way, when the second I saw that that the, the needle drop thing, my 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 first thought because it's always my first thought when it comes to this is the best sequence that Antoine Fuqua's ever directed. We're in the office, baby. Bing, bing, bing when still dre comes on in denzel's car oh that's he, what it is still dre yeah it's, it's, that's a good one it's, a, it's an oh, old yeah. needle drop for me i should have yeah i should have thought of that uh 2013 is blue is the warmest color and now okay speaking of being a critic and i'm using this to like bring up memories i didn't used to really pay attention to what won at festivals like okay. once things were closer to coming out in the u.s i'd pay attention but i used to not really know um, and I knew who uh, Abdelatif Kachich was because of um, what's it called? The secret of the grain. Is that him? Yeah. So um, yeah, the secret of the grain. So I get a press, like a uh, invite to a press screening for blue is the warmest color. And I'm like, Oh cool. A new movie from the guy who made the secret of the grain. I like that movie. 
and I show up at the uh, Wilshire screening room, uh, and Scott is there, as is like the place is packed, like it's completely a full screening room. And I was like, wow, uh, a lot of people are here to see this movie. And Scott was like, yeah, I won the Palm Door. And I was like, oh, I, <laughs> I think I started again. I started paying attention more because of that. Uh, right. Because I was like, I should probably know about that sort of thing. Uh, so yeah, blue is the warmest color. Good reality is got, on uh, got... canopy, by the way. So I have put okay. that on my list. <laughs> um, blue is the warmest color is a good movie, but obviously there's a lot of baggage about it. The way that the the um, actresses felt taken advantage of and uh, didn't feel uh, comfortable, protected in making the movie definitely colors it um, in a bad way for me. Uh, isn't Scott still waiting for like a special edition of the, or no, someone, another friend of mine is waiting for like a special edition criterion for that one. Cause the director promised it, but it's like, that's not oh, gonna right. Happen. But they just put out like a bare bones yeah. thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the great beauty is a Paolo Sorrentino that I really like. I think it was my favorite movie that year. That's uh, the one that I liked the most from him. And ever okay. since then it's like, okay, he keeps making these, <laughs> um, inside Lewin Davis, obviously great. Uh, movie. Yeah, one of my favorite of, the, of that decade, uh, uh, the immigrants with James, James Grace slight quietly like just in here all the time yeah yeah uh nebraska, nebraska i was not a huge fan of really i love nebraska. yeah it's not i, I had the, I, I, I had the perfect like... i had the perfect viewing experience of that i saw that with my dad at the, like a at a, at a like an early screening of it and it just felt really great <laughs> just watching it yeah like, just watching well, yeah, it that unfold. Been nice did you was that early screening i saw it on the on the paramount lot I, uh, it wasn't a critics where it was like a like a I don't, it's not like a word of mouth. I guess that'd be the best way yeah, to like a word of mouth, mouth type screening. Yeah. Because yeah. it was local. So it's like, this is easy. Um, uh, only, but, God forgives. Uh, only God forgives, which I, I know this is my contrarian hot take, but better than drive. I like, I like only God forgives better. Than I, drive. I respect it for being this like, Oh, you want to see Ryan Gosling be quiet and like, cool. Here's the ultimate version of that. And people hated it. <laughs> so yeah. I, I like that. That's the, the, the point. Yeah. Only uh, lovers left alive rules. Uh, you and I saw that sitting right next to each other at a press yeah. screening at the uh, Jimmy Stewart building on the Sony lot, which I don't think they use anymore. I haven't been there in years. Yeah. Yeah. But that movie fucking rules. It's great. Yeah. Great movie. The past. The good past movie. is good. Yeah. A touch of sin. Good movie. Saw that at Cine family, speaking of things that no longer, uh, that now put a bad taste in your mouth. Um, I saw a touch of sin, Cine family. Um, Angelino's looked that up. What's that? Or how do you with the past? So separation, a separation wasn't at can. That's interesting. Maybe it was just, right, was, it, yeah. was it out yet or something? Um, Venus and fur. Venus Roman and fur. Polanski. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, obviously speaking of things that have a lot of baggage, uh, Roman Polanski movies, um, 2014 winter sleep. I haven't seen it. Nope. Uh, other movies in competition that year. Clouds of Sils Maria. Great movie. Great movie. Fox catcher, which I, I also saw at the Jimmy Stewart building. Uh, goodbye to language. I know I'm a good art fan, but um, his 3D stuff there, I just, I don't know. It's it's too much for me. Um, the Homesman. I like the can the like, likes Tommy Lee's like, if Tommy Lee Jones directed something worth putting it in, yeah. guys. <laughs> yeah, The Homesman is good. Um, it's a nice, it's, it has more quirk to it than I expected when I was watching it. It's like, oh, there's some like goofy stuff in this movie. <laughs> there's yeah, a sequence yeah. of him and like Tim Blake Nelson where they like face off and it's like silly. And yeah, uh, Jimmy's Hall, uh, Leviathan. That's a great movie. That's a really good movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, Maps to the Mr. Stars was like yeah. the last Cronenberg for a while. I'm like, I hope we get some more Cronenberg, right? <laughs> and then we did. Uh, it was Crimes of the Future, and it was wonderful. 
Uh, uh, Mr. Mr. Turner. Turner, we love Mr. Turner. Yeah, big Mr. Turner fan. <laughs> uh, Tim Buck two, two days, one night. Wild yeah. Tales. Oh yeah, I didn't see Wild Tales. I like Wild. Uh, it's an anthology. I'm sure right. I, yeah, I'm sure I talked about that on the anthology episode. If I had to guess, but I like Wild Tales. <laughs> so 2015, you already teased that you don't like this one very much. Deepon. Deepon. Yeah, this is a weird one to win like the Palm d'Or. <laughs> it's a. Uh, it's this like it starts as like it's a split it's like Sri Lankan. I think he moves to India or so is that or he moves to okay. where does he move to? He moves he moves to France. That's what it is. Okay, that makes sense. It's his Jacques Cartier film. Um yeah, he's a Sri Lankan. He moves to, it starts as like this immigrant story, which is like, okay, cool enough, whatever, but it turns into like an all-out like action gang movie. And I'm like, what? Where oh, wow. did this go? And it has like special effects and stuff in it that I just did not see coming. It's on Criterion. I got to review it. And I was like, this one the Palm d'Or, this is it's wild. It's not my favorite Jacques Adour by any means. And I, I generally like a lot of his movies. So, yeah, this one is um, okay. But strong year here. You've got The Assassin, Who Shao Shen's The Assassin, which I love. Yeah. Uh, Carol, Carol, which I also love. The Lobster. Um, the Lobster is a good one. A lot of them bombs, the bombs, which Scott likes more than I do. I, I also, Scott also likes Justin Kurzel's Macbeth more than I do. I do right. It's very stylish, but I'm not big on the movie. And then yeah. Cohen came out and was like, I got to get more stylish. <laughs> like, knocks it out of the park. Right, yeah. Uh, oh, Our Little Sister. That's a great movie. Yeah. It's, oh, Corita. Okay. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Yeah. yeah. That's like, um, I think I've said this on the podcast before, but there's like that to me, somewhat famous onion headline. That's like local mom wonders why family can't just rent a nice movie for once. Um, <laughs> our little sister is the movie that, that my mom wants to watch. It's just such a nice movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's great. Um, Sicario. Wait, the sea, of, tree, the sea of trees is like, that's uh, yeah. like infamous for getting a terrible response as i recall <laughs> like, and yeah, it, so it doesn't so come I, out for like another like year and a half or something like when it actually like makes its way to anywhere and i never even saw it um Sicario, cool son of saul is great that's a i i like i thought son of saul was really impressive when i first saw it um and then i saw sunset and i hated it and i was like because <laughs> it's like the same thing but it's about a different i don't know like his stylish stylish i was like is this this only guy this guy's only trick is like the close following shot or whatever um maybe it works once it works once but i i what yeah. i like about son of saul is that it because it uses that approach i weird like I'd, I'd lump it into like video game movies as far as mm-hmm. the way it's because you're, you're, it's tra- if you need to watch a movie like this about the Holocaust, the the way he does it to kind of remove a certain aspect so it's more tolerable, I found to be impressive because it's like this is the bleakest thing possible to watch as yeah. far as like what the story is. So the way his the cinematic approach to it like manages to kind of set your mind apart from the atrocity taking place, I found mm-hmm. that to be quite impressive, and it ends really nicely. Um, not in terms of hope, but I like yeah. what the ending was. And you got the aforementioned youth, youth. Yeah. Uh, 2016. I Daniel Blake. Not the, the can really, <laughs> Yeah, the they clearly love uh, Ken Loach, but that's not his best uh, movie at all. Um, I saw some oh. movie with the actress that's in that who was new at the time for that movie, and I was like, "What do I know her from?" It's like, "Oh, it's I Daniel Blake." Haley yeah. Squall, yeah, she's in something. Bo's afraid. Yeah, she's a Bo's afraid. Oh, is she? Okay. Yeah, I haven't seen that yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, especially so the idea of like not only does it win, it wins against a really strong yeah. American Honey, Aquarius, L, Graduation, The Handmaiden. Handmaiden. Yeah, Julieta. Uh, well, you like you said you like loving. 
Uh, I like the Neon Demon. Neon Patterson, Demon. Personal Pat- Shopper. Patterson is my favorite film of that year. So. Personal Shopper. Personal Shopper is great. The Salesman yeah. is a it's a solid variety. Yeah. It's not as good as the Pastor Separation, but it's still good. Uh, Tony, Tony Erdman. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I, I the Dark Ends were in here apparently too. The Dark Ends made a made a film. Oh right, okay. <laughs> I get uh, all right, we're gonna get into slightly disagreeing again because 2017 is the square, which I know you really like, and I I don't really like. <laughs> I, I really I like the square. Hate it. I, 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 I the fact that I've devoted, I've seen it three times. So I've devoted uh-huh. <laughs> devoted six six and a half or two seven and a half hours of my life to the square. <laughs> <laughs> I just the vibe of it just works for me as far as what it's doing. I can't explain it beyond hey, I, I mean it's not as like out and out hilarious like triangle of sadnesses, but it's like I yeah. just dug this movie. It just maybe it got me. Yeah, maybe I just wanted it to be funnier, like triangle of sadnesses. Um, but also a great year. Uh, and I love the beguiled, but uh, also, uh, BPM is great. a good movie. I like that. Uh, good, good time. time. I like, oh my god! <laughs> I like Happy End. I liked In the Fade. Yeah, um, I remember In the Fade. Okay, yeah, In the In the Fade. Okay, I wasn't big on that. I remember it though. Um, um, Killing, Killing the Sacred, Sacred Deer. Meyerowitz stories. Meyerowitz stories. Oh Oksha. yeah, I didn't love. It's not my favorite Bong Joon Ho, but it certainly yeah. has the whack. One of the, I mean, when you when you can say one of the wackiest Jake Gyllenhaal performances, that's saying something. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then Wonderstruck, I thought was okay. You were never really here. Is another one that I think is overrated. See, I, I like it, but fine. <laughs> I, I uh, think that's the, that's the better Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker performance. <laughs> uh, Twenty eighteen shoplifters wins. Yeah, no complaint. Great, great movie. Yeah. Uh, but let's see what it's up against. Three Faces, that's a good one. Ash Ashes, Pierce, Pierce White, White, that's a good one. Black Clansman's my favorite. Black Clansman, yeah. So, I mean, and Burning. Burning, that's great, good. yeah. Cold, Cold War. War. Cold War yeah. is also inside my top three that year. <laughs> this is a um, list. Dogman, uh, another Mateo Grown movie about a man whose life fucking falls apart over the course of the movie. Um, I don't know if you've seen Dogman. But, I have uh, not. Another brutal one. Everybody knows rare, rare misstep from Asghar Farhadi. That's a neat one where it's like it's a director. You know, he's an Iranian director who's like, I'm going to go to a different country. Normally, that's America, and this time he's yeah. like Spain. I'm like, okay, or Mexico is it Spain? yeah, Spain, right? It's Spain. it's Spain, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And it's like, oh, that's interesting. Like that's a that's a different step. Yeah, uh, happy as Lazaro. Uh, the image book. I love that. Uh, a lot of this stuff I saw at this would have been my first TIFF, and I okay. saw. Let's see. Just run. I saw three faces burning. Dogman. Everybody knows the image book. Yeah, I saw all of those at TIFF. Um, yeah, and then Shoplifters. Oh, and Under the Silver Lake. Under Great Silver movie. Lake. That's a Tyler favorite. It's uh, certainly a movie I watched and was like, "Hey, that guy that did it follows made another movie that was wild." <laughs> yeah, I really like it. Um, I like things about it. I don't love it, but I, I certainly respect what it's doing. Twenty nineteen Parasite yeah um <laughs> okay great i think uh i'm going to repeat trivia that i learned from scott on the patreon that hasn't dropped yet which is there are only two movies that have won the palm palm door and the best picture oscar the uh, other one john tortura would know it with what uh in quiz show uh the other one is marty <laughs> yeah uh those are the only two um, this is a good year Atlantics, yeah. Atlantics, Baccarat. I really like. I really like yeah. Baccarat a lot. Yeah. Dead oh, a hidden guy. life. Hidden life. Hidden life is great. Oh my yeah. god. People are, years from now, people are like, "Why did we see Terrence Malick deliver one of the like the best World War II movies of the decade?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobody saw this movie. Oh my god, it's um, ridiculous. The aforementioned Les Misérables. Oh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Hollywood. Pain and Glory. Pain that's and a glory. good movie. Yeah. 
Portrait of Lady on Fire. I haven't seen Sorry We Missed You. Maybe because of I Daniel Blake, I was just like, eh, I'm That's done been on like movies. Amazon forever, and I'm always like, I'll yeah. get to it. <laughs> um, Young Ahmed, that's a weird one. The Darden brothers make. Oh, I didn't like that about, one. Yeah, yeah. A kid like, who, I like, like wants to me because uh, that was their. They had a new one this year, or whatever, like recently, and I like that one okay. more than Young Ahmed. Yeah, um, Whistlers though, that's a neat one. A oh, that's that's right. I passed right past that one. Yeah, the Whistlers is awesome. Yeah, it's all that at AFI Fest. It's got year. a. Re- it's got some really funny scenes in it. Um, yeah. for being like a you know a crime drama. About yeah, whistling. <laughs> but it's got it's got a couple like. Like really, like I'm laughing a lot right now, and I'm, and I'm not expecting to in this kind of movie. Yeah, um, 2022 was or 2020 was canceled. Why? 2021 to ten. One, I am losing. Oh, I accidentally clicked. Uh, I was like, why can't I find the list of? Other movies in competition, I realized I'd accidentally clicked on the Titan Wikipedia page, uh, not the the year. So what else was in competition? Um, I Head's Knee, Annette, Benedetta, Bergman Island. Island. I mean, good holy movie. fuck, that's a good one. Drive My Car, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, France is good. French Dispatch, A Hero, Lingi, The Sacred Bonds. Memorial. You know, we're getting to the point where I've seen like everything. Memorial yeah. was my favorite movie that year. Paris 13th District was really great. Oh, Nitra- uh, Red Natram with uh, with Kurtzel. I, I, that's a that's a really Which good uh, Natram, um, the Australian oh, movie. It. Okay. It's a really okay. good really good performance from the uh, the okay. Lewis's name, Cable Andrew Jones. He's really good in that. Uh, uh, and then of course the worst person in the world. Great. Yeah. And then twenty two. Uh, your boy repeats. He's back. Sadness can't stop. Won't stop. Um, Ruben Osland, the new Dardad yeah. brothers. <laughs> Let's see. Armageddon Time that year uh, didn't didn't care for it. I was a huge broker. I really wanted to like Armageddon Time too. It was like this is is up my alley, and it just did not connect as well as it could have. Oof, close. I hated. Didn't see. Uh, I remember this trailer for Close. Oh no, I did see. No, I did see Close. It was nominated. I I did not like it. (laughs) I was. I. I I have lots of problems with that movie, and people were loving it. I was like, why? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Crimes of the Future, as you said, great. Decision to leave, great. great. Eight Mountains, really good. But that's like just coming out now, and I haven't yeah. seen it yet, but I really want to. Yeah, it was at the I was at Sundance this year, and it was in the spotlight section, um, okay. the like non premieres. Uh, yeah, so that was good. Uh, EO was yeah. pretty good. Uh, Holy Spider, I didn't like. Holy Spider, I I really liked the performance of the of the killer. I think that's a really great performance in that movie. But the, the, also. The movie just, overall, it, it doesn't like. I don't think it's bad, but I don't think it works entirely as far as what it's trying to accomplish. I, I think it is bad because I think okay. even even saying that, like, even if I agree with you, right, that that guy's performance is is good. I think it's a complete misstep to spend so much of that movie with him. Um, that's that's I think fair. The, yeah, that's the, the brutality of that movie, and then the way that it's trying that it seems to want to be a feminist movie that also spends so much time see like of us spending time with a man brutalizing women just seems like a real uh bad choice i hear you i and i do think yeah you'd have to remove that performance to make that movie better if you if you reconstruct it but then you'd lose that performance which you think is really good and it's tricky because it's based on real life so i'm like yeah, i don't know yeah. i don't know what to do with this but i i can't not say that i didn't like that performance because i really like the performance yeah uh let's see pacifiction great movie 
um our man we yeah we both uh really liked it i just i still haven't seen showing up have i haven't either yeah okay uh stars at noon was my favorite of last year um and that and... tori and Luke, that's the other dart end movie tori and Luke, oh okay that was one so that was i was it was pretty good i enjoyed it all right and triangle well, sadness we, we do think is very funny we're both fans of triangle yes sadness. yes <laughs> yes yeah um yeah and so uh yeah that's it we, we can't talk about this year's because we haven't seen any of them yet right have we <laughs> uh no i'm yeah, looking i don't think there's any. the, the first one we'll be able to no. see is probably asteroid city i think that's like the, yeah the, it's coming the closest yeah uh, yeah Indiana Jones um, obviously was out of competition uh yeah <laughs> but uh definitely deserved the win uh, but yeah i'm looking forward to anatomy of fall i'm looking forward to uh about dry grasses zone of uh, interest zone of interest definitely yeah whenever when vendors is doing something like yeah all right sure yeah. uh so you know he's back uh Kareda's monster i'm into that yeah that. todd haynes has a new one Todd haynes is back yeah, yeah yeah all right well we got something to look forward to uh thanks for spending two hours doing this with me yeah. Uh, yeah, this sure. is a this ton fun. of fun yeah, yeah. I, I, I like, like this, this approach just going over the years this is fun <laughs> yeah yeah uh you can find uh you can find reviews of a lot of these movies uh, at battleshipretention.com. Um, you can email me at david at battleshipretention.com. You can email Tyler at tyler at battleshipretention.com. I think he'll get it. Uh, but you can also follow him on Twitter at More Lessons. You can follow me on Twitter at Davey Pretension. And check out my other podcast that I do with my wife. It's called The One Where I Met Your Mother. It's about friends and how I met your mother. Aaron, where can people find you? I am in a number of places. You can find me co-hosting the podcast Out Now with Aaron and Abe with my friend Abe. We talk about weekly movie releases and we also do commentaries every month. We just talked about whatever the hell just came out. What just came out? <laughs> I don't even know. Uh, the Little Mermaid, of course. Oh, okay. uh, but we got some. We got a lot of cool stuff coming up for sure. It's the summer now. There's a lot of fun movies coming. Um, I write movie reviews for leaveentertainment.com, uh, Blu-ray and Criterion reviews for Why So Blue. And I am on Twitter at Aaron's PS4. Oh, and there is this thing called the summer of 93 at 30, where I'm talking about the summer movie season from 1993 with uh, Brandon Peters and Scott Mendelson. And it's a lot of fun. We have a lot of thoughts on the various movies from that season from 30 years ago. Very fun. Uh, well, thanks for joining us. For sure. Happy to do this. Um, thank you at home for listening. We'll catch you later. Sure. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>